Emerging technologies are transforming the healthcare industry as we know it. Investors, say hello to HTech, a portfolio dedicated to capturing the significant growth potential of healthcare innovation. Learn more at roboglobal.com slash HTEC. for somebody's favorite radio program? Yeah. yeah. Holy smokes. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the Tony Bruno Show. Beautiful. 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 On the all-new TonyBrunoShow.com. Tap it. I didn't even kiss it. Gain. What's her name? What's with the rim shot in there? Rental discretion is advised. Because you know what they say. You know what they say. Look, she bent it over. Hang around the gymnasium. Cap Stabin out on the West Coast. I mean, he's a good cap friend of mine. You know what they think? The man chosen to save American radio from its horrible future. Now, here he is. Oh, yeah. It's like family. It's like, like being family. in the Olive Garden. Yeah. You guys are just like family. Ain't no thing. We have a big enough. We have a big enough. Josh. He didn't invent radio. He just perfected it. I'm innocent. What's the name of that place? Big Packers. I want full cavity searches. Everyone, go deep on them. The godfather of sports radio. It is a final. Here is. You got a big one in there? Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. Let me start off. Are we on? Are we on the podcast live right now? We are, brother. How come I don't hear myself? Man? Maybe you got to turn you up a little bit if you are Where are you at? A couple of RCHs. I'm on number one there. Number one in your heart. Number two. <laughs> number one with the bullet, Tony. Exactly right. Yes, I can hear it now. Can you hear me now? <laughs> Volume always helps, Tony. Thank you. Thank you very much. Welcome, kids. Hey, what is it? December sixth already on this Wednesday night. I mean, we're like uh, 21 days away from Christmas. It's my brother's birthday. It is. Yes, it is. Did you send him anything? Yeah, a uh, text message. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> I did the same to my daughter. My daughter's 35th birthday was the other day. My baby girl, Deanna, on Tuesday. You know what I did for her birthday? I went to the Pocono Mountains and to a water park without her. Sorry, I mean, she could have come, but I couldn't find her. Meanwhile, welcome <laughs> aboard. It's me, Tony Bruno. Disappointed that I uh, I did not win Times Man of the Year, Person of the Year, Object of the Year, Robot of the Year. But they did send me a, a tweet earlier today that I was 7,232nd runner-up in the uh, Time Person of the Year. It's it's still a thing, I guess, the Time per- I didn't even know Time still existed. It's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. You're damn right it does. That's got to be right up there with uh, one of the 72,000 people's choices and all these stupid award shows that people get plaques for. I'm sure if there's like a South Philly Humanitarian of the Year award, you'd probably receive it at some point. I got some CYO. I've got some, some uh, Boy CYO. Scouts. I got the Delaware River Power Squadron. I've got all kinds of great awards on my wall. You did a little time at, as, as an altar boy. I mean, you exactly. served. You served. Exactly right. But anyway, hell, hell with Time Magazine and Newsweek and all those other rags that don't exist anymore. I didn't even know Time still published. Did they? Does anybody read Time Magazine anymore, Miss Robin? Do you read it? Uh, no, I think, I mean, it's one, another one of those things. Isn't it available online? 
For the most part, that's where most people... Nobody's got time for time. And nobody sure as hell has got time for Newsweek. Hell no. They actually changed their name to N-E-W-S-W-E-A-K, Newsweek. I'm I'm sorry? That's how bad they... a lot of letters, man. Exactly right. But you know who else changed their name, though? Walmart changed their name to... No! Did you hear that story? No. Walmart. You know what they changed their name to? Walmart. (laughs) I'm not making this up. (laughs) How's that? Wait a minute. Walmart wait, 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 wait. was previously spelled W A L dash M A R T. No more. We, well, you know, we've been saying that forever. No dashes, no underscores. Exactly. Luigi, we got him to drop. We got Joe uh-uh. Corrado no, to no, drop no, his no, underscore no, no, at one no, no, point, no. remember? We got him to drop his, but I, he was Jay Corrado underscore 19. Right. I was always Luigi Corrado 22. No, no I came correct from the start, Tony. Damn right. That's the way it's supposed to be. Absolutely. But the Walmart, and you know why they changed their name to just W-A-L-M-A-R-T and got rid of the dash? It used to be Walmart stores, too, on the sign. Did you I, know that? I didn't know. No. They want to become more digital aware. So, Because not everybody's going to go into a store. Because people buy stuff online now. Even Walmart shoppers. <laughs> I can't believe people in South Philly don't want to go to Walmart and stand in line 75 deep. And push and shove and beat each other up. You might as well ring a bell. The Royal Rumble's about to start. Are you <laughs> kidding me, man? I mean, how am I going? Where am I going to go see great plumbers' butts anymore? Right. Or have the the people of Walmart pictures posted if people are going to just buy Walmart stuff online? But sure enough, there'll be someone out there slinging soft pretzels and water ice all day long. Damn Tony. right. You know what else? Walmart. They hooked up with. Uh, they're they're tra- actually competing with Amazon. Really? Yeah, they've got their. They bought another company which is a competitor of Amazon, which obviously isn't Amazon, but, you know, the whole order stuff and have it delivered to your home business, Amazon's the king of it. But Walmart wants a piece of the action, too. And who doesn't want a piece of the action? Well, I mean, hey. Speaking of the piece of the action, ladies and gentlemen, we have in the wine cellar tonight the Michael and David Wine Center. Cellar. He looks great. I'm the one who's raggedy, broken, uh, battered performer over the years. But this man has gone through hell the last year alone. And he looks great, does he not? He looks Luigi. fantastic. Miss Robin, does he not look great when you look at him? Yes, he does. The great Larry from Port Richmond is in the house tonight. I love he's him. Got, give him a roaring round of applause. Let me, let, me, let me pull a roaring round of applause. Give him a roaring round of applause. Oh! Damn Tony, it. did you catch it? No, I dropped some of my wine. <laughs> Not only just a drop, I just covered my point spreads. I got point spreads. I'm glad here. I covered the point spreads. <laughs> <laughs> I covered Price it in spreads zip. covered with wine. That's now. right, brother. Michael and David in the wine cellar tonight. We got the big-ass bottle. That is the big-ass uh, bottle. Seven deadly zins, baby. We don't go small. We go home. We, we go, go home. with the seven deadlies and the convenient. Look at that thing, man. That's a, that's a magnum right there. That's a glorious piece. Yes, it is. We are in the Michael and David wine cellar. Larry's down here. And, you know, you follow Larry, who's been on the show for many, many years, a great friend of the show. And not just a great friend of the show, a great friend. A great human being. He's been to many of our remotes over the years. He always brings presents, which isn't necessary. But Larry's gone through some tough times at home, and now he's bouncing back. And our good friend Jack in the back was kind enough to drive up to Port Richmond tonight and pick up Mr. Larry. Do we have a mic for Larry over there, Robin, so he can say hi and uh, join the program? Uh, Actually, we didn't set up an extra mic. Why not? I got all the headsets and everything. I didn't. I I actually... that's really low. You gotta turn. You gotta turn your iPad. No, you don't. Well, I didn't. Uh, trust me, you don't. It's only been sitting here all day. 
No, not that one. Let's see now. You got it now? Let me see if it's better now. Let's give this again to Miss Robin for not setting up an extra mic. Beautiful, man. We can. All that I is. can get him a mic. All right. We got to have an Mikes extra mic. Mics are usually Luigi's job, but that's okay. <laughs> Luigi's got his Philadelphia basketball on. He bought that today at 50% off. I didn't bring it. It was a gift. It was a gift. He bought it at 50% off today after the Sixers mailed it in against the brutal Phoenix Suns the other night. They think they, the Sixers are good, and they're young, and they're going to be really good. But they have not reached the stage yet where they can just roll the ball out and beat teams that they're, that they're better than, which they didn't do the other night. Yeah, unless you're the Golden State Warriors, and you can just go down by 30 and just come back and cover every spread. <laughs> No, but, I mean, even they admitted it. That was just a terrible performance. They, they didn't even bother to show up. Like most people in Phoenix that don't bother to show up because the weather's too nice. Who the hell wants to go watch the field? Although, they do have one of the most exciting players in the NBA, Devin Booker. Yeah, well, Booker, yeah, absolutely, man. That kid, he's unbelievable. Well, yeah, and, and you know He's a machine. Fu- you know what's funny? Is he's a machine. He's unbelievable. He should have been a sixer over Ja. If the, Sixers right. if the Sixers weren't worried about getting uh, insurance for Embiid, he should have been drafted over Julio Okafor. I believe he can shoot the basketball, too, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> Jock can shoot the basketball a little bit, too, but they don't put him on the floor yeah, because... He shoot him in street clothes, though. Exactly. Ridiculous. Anyway, Larry's here. Jack's in the back. We have open phone lines for you to participate because we do it live on the show. This is not one of those we tape it and then three days later we post it. And it's all outdated nonsense. You know, listen, people do whatever they want. But we do it live. I don't even write it. And we do it live. You know what I'm saying? I, hear you. I do have some notes, though. But our phone number is 717-363-TONY. Thank you. 717-363-8669. Roger Goodell, the big story on this Wednesday night. It is breaking news, after all. When news breaks, we fix it on the show. Anything breaks on this show, we fix it except broken wine glasses. Which mine is empty, by the way. I got pour, I opened a bottle. I got you. Hold on. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see if I learned anything from the mic. You can see my my pro football uh, my Vegas Insider point spread sheet is wine soaked now. That's good. Sounds I anointed it. I blessed it with the wine. It's like the blessing. I need to have some water now. That's it. No matter about the Figo Spirito Santo. Just throw them down. These are my eyes. Hold on. Hold on. I got to put the mic on. Larry, how are you, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great. He's got his Moody Blues shirt yeah. on tonight. He, is, he has been a big proponent for the Moody Blues yeah. to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as of late. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if they get in, they should have you in the front row. <laughs> Nobody's been a bigger, a bigger uh, proponent of the Moody. And I love the Moody Blues. You're going to wear whites and night satin? Or nights in white, what are you going to wear? White satin. Are you going as a <laughs> yeah. knight in white satin, I should say? Say that ten times. I know. Fast. It didn't even make any sense. Yeah. That- not with that album. What's your no. favorite my Moody Blues song, then? Uh, well, right now, it's sentimental. It's Candle of Life, because I danced with my daughter at a wedding with that. Oh, that's Aww. awesome. Aww. Yeah. Aww, exactly <laughs> well, right. But the voice is a pretty good tune, too. Hey, the voice? So many, the whole albums. The, the, Which the, album, now? The, the album, well, well, first of all, it was... Days of Future Past, Threshold mm-hmm. of a Dream, Children's Children, Search of the Lost Chord. They're all like concept albums. And they were the first one of the first bands to have it. Uh, an orchestra, mm-hmm. use a Mellotron yep. for music. And 
everybody thought they were, oh, they're using a Mellotron. That's not really playing music. Luigi yeah. uses a Mellotron, too, at his podcast, Funk yeah. and Fantasy, on Thursday nights. What? <laughs> Megatron stops by, too, whenever the... Calvin Johnson, absolutely dropping Megatron, in for... Megatron, whenever the, uh, the, the Transformers are in town. Optimus Prime is always happening. He, he welcomes everybody, even the Transformers out there. Absolutely. The transgender are always the welcoming The transgender Transformers. <laughs> we usually play them at the flex, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> well, you have to. That's very versatile right Madonna there. Donna hasn't been a tight end even in the 80s. <laughs> I told you what a great drop last week. By the way, we're all happy tonight in the holiday season. Roger Goodell, ladies and gentlemen, finally has that contract he's been waiting for. Unbelievable, man. Five-year, $200 million deal. But guess what? But wait. You're thinking, that's $40 million a year, Tony, to be the commissioner of the National Football League. My sources tell me tonight, ladies and gentlemen, that his actual base salary is in the single millions of dollars. Really? Yes. That his base is not even $10 million a year. Oh, God forbid. But it's based on 85% of his contract. Yes, there's that number, that special uh, tone we have for the contract. 85% of his package is bonuses. 85% of my package is a bonus, too, if you know what I mean. That's because you are a grower, <laughs> not a show, my friend. Wow. I thought that was my line. <laughs> I just thought of that because I wrote down 85% of Goodell, Goodell's package is, is, is a bonus. Why, well, hey, you know. hey, you know, sometimes I give 100%. Right, but right if now. If you're really good out there. 85% is good enough for me. I'm more of a 70-30 guy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. That's neither here nor there. Oy vey. I know. That's, hey, wait, by the way, Meanwhile, Hanukkah next Wednesday, a week oh, from shalom, tonight. Brother, shalom, brother. Speaking of oy vey and uh, dreidel, 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 I made it out of stone-cold guaranteed lead pipe locks. So, Roger Goodell, your thoughts on the contract, Luigi? Uh, it's highway robbery. I mean, this guy is getting paid. I mean, what was it last year? It was north of thirty million, right? He was getting yeah. something like that. I mean, what is he really doing? I mean, what is that like? Is it what's that come out to? No, no, but what does that come out? What does that come out to? Like, like just a shade over like four million a bro hug, something like something that. Something like yeah. that, Tony. Around that number. Listen, 30? I'm not going to sit here and I, I don't care what people make. Tony, he's a CEO and the the. You know the basically the, the overseeing eye of the NFL. Which Have is you the, seen what some of these clown CEOs make in major corporations? Yeah. Then they get fired when they fail, and they get like hundreds of million dollars to go away. I understand that. When but, they fail, Roger Goodell hasn't really failed. I know a lot of people don't like what he does, and Jerry Jones tried to keep him from getting a deal. He's, he answers to the he answers to the owners. He is basically the owners' guy. Right. If they don't like him, they'll get rid of him. But he does what they tell him to do. He does, and he takes what all, they he, want. And and again, you don't see any owners getting any, any, you know, being hit with any bad pub or anything like. For the most part, Goodell takes it all on the chin for him. Exactly. You know what I mean? He's basically he's the he's the face of it, and I don't say whatever you want. And like you said, Tony, you know his bosses, you know his higher ups, his shareholders, they're happy with the product. So if, if the majority of them are happy with Goodell, he's going to be in there. You know what they're happy with? The value of their franchises. Yes, they're all making going money up and up and up. They're making money. Even the man. worst franchises are now worth over $2 billion in the NFL. The Cleveland Browns are worth over $2 billion. Sadly, they are. That's incredible. Around well, them, I mean, the Eagles are worth like three. The, the Dallas Cowboys are the, the most valuable franchise in all of sports. I know, which is which Not is just in the NFL, in all of sports, including the big soccer teams and 
All the other stuff. I is always, going. it's always fun. I always thought that the Yankees were, were probably the, the most. The they, Yankees, they, they the Yankees, or like or like a Chelsea or a Man United, something like that. They were. Know, they're in the top five. Soccer teams and and the Dallas Cowboys are the most valuable franchise in sports. So that's what these owners like. I mean, Jerry, look at the Jeffrey Lurie, the owner of the Eagles. He paid two hundred fifty million for the Eagles, and people thought he overpaid that for that. A hell of an investment. Now though. it's worth like three billion dollars. Personally, I, I don't. I don't. Really, I'm not. I don't really care about it. I'm not, I don't I'm care what anybody makes. Yeah. I God only care you, what I make. And what do you make? Nothing. Right. You don't see people doing GoFundMe's, like the homeless guy. How about the homeless guy in New Jersey? Over you, almost 400 grand bought a house. Exactly. But real quick, to chime in. Speaking of GoFundMe's, my GoFundMe that I started for the shots for tots. In three days, Tony, we're we're almost at 700 dollars raised for Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. We give you a roaring round of applause. Generous donations have been coming in. Nonstop for the past couple days. We're, we're, I've been running it with moonshine again, and, I, and I'll talk about it tomorrow. But almost seven hundred dollars, man. So going tell to people how it works here, because you know this is a charity season. It's so, the holiday season. It's about taking care of those less fortunate kids, especially. No kid should have should any be, kind of issues, no. or should not get what they want this holiday, unless they're like a greedy kid and they already get a lot of stuff and they want more. And yeah, more if your more. kid's an asshole, he's an asshole. Exactly. But this doesn't go for the assholes. What this is is I've I've teamed up with with Moonshine. Who calls your kid an asshole? Really? I'll call your kid an asshole. That's no. You don't you have will? to. I'll do it for you. I won't do it when Tony Claus shows up at the. Don't forget the big Christmas triple XE. That's the huge. Not one, triple right? X. Triple uh, Christmas. Triple Christmas Eve. triple Eve. So basically, what? Not the, triple X Eve. Yeah, no. That that's was, after. That's the after party. That's the, party. After, that's yeah, the that's blue the show. <laughs> that's the blue show. <laughs> that's the after after party. So just remember the eleven the eleven p.m. show is completely different from the seven p.m. show, folks. Now the way it works is, I guess I teamed up with Moonshine. You can go there any you day. Mean Moonshine, the, where where you do the Funk and Fantasy show? Correct, sir, every Thursday. And we're doing the big PM. Christmas Eve 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 uh, triple Eve thing on Sponsored December twenty second. By Amagang. Amagang Brewery in Cooperstown, New York. That's baby. Hall of Fame right there, baby. That's the second. This is the second year. Amagang, the gang from Amagang Brewery or Brewery Amagang. Fantastic. You're scoring at home. We'll be sponsoring our big uh, festivities. But if you you can donate by by two different ways, you can either go to Moonshine and and, and any shot sold. The entire the entire month of December, proceeds of, the, of of all those sales will go to Autism Awareness and, and the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Or you can go on to the GoFundMe page, at which I'll post a link for that. And basically, you're doing look. It's the holiday season. Everyone's taking shots. You're all getting you're getting a little exactly. couple. You know, you get a little Especially bit. Especially in the NFL now, a lot of guys are taking take a shots lot of lately, shots. Yes. Some, some of them cost fifty grand a shot. Yes, this one won't though. You take a shot. Go ahead, go on, go fund me. Donate a buck, whatever you have, no problem. And, and it, it's it's all certified. You go there, it's verified. It's, it's going straight to Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. I don't touch any of the cash whatsoever. All of it goes right to them. I don't deal with any of the paperwork. And you can you know, you challenge your friends. Go on, like you said, we had the uh, you know the uh, the ice bucket challenge. You know, you pour a bottle, of, you know, pour mm-hmm. a, a bucket of water over your head, and you donate money to charity. This is the same thing. That was like so three years ago. It man. was, but yeah. this is today, where you can be pouring a shot of your favorite libation down your throat. And you donate to the kids and help a kid have a toy it's on good Christmas. Good job man. out of you. Absolutely, Rich. man. Got to do something with yourself, man. Something exactly. positive for the people. I haven't done a shot this year yet. I may do one tonight. No, I'm not doing a shot tonight. I well, we kind of did when we when we had the Hennessy shortage, and we, we well, yeah, we did shots on the yeah. show. Well, that's because we yeah we were we were pouring Hennessy like it was nothing. Now, exactly. We just wanted to show people that you might you you little. Peasants out there might have a problem finding Hennessy, but down here, yeah, we're all right. And the Michael and David Winery, we got everything flowing, bro. Now, Larry, you see the wine cellar now. Are you impressed with the? Uh, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not tremendously big, but it's comfortable. That's yeah, the point. We got nice. all the wine here. We got all the libations now. Larry, Jerry, of course, uh, 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 Jerry. Why do I call him Jerry? I call it 
I called Jack Jerry a few year, weeks ago. Yes. Why do I have Jerry on my mind? I don't know. I don't know who Jerry is, but Jerry apparently you well, love him. We went, we went to breakfast with our, our buddy Jerry and and, yeah, and Kathy on Sunday at the Melrose Diner. We had cream chip beef on toast, which wasn't even on the menu. They made a special for you? No. no. So we're like, oh, man, they don't have it on the menu at the Melrose Diner. We were getting Diner. ready to leave. Yeah, and so we ordered, like, we're settling for like pancakes and waffles and stuff. And then Jerry jokingly, you know, you say it's not on the menu. And like, oh, I'll have cream chip beef on toast, right? And she says, okay. Yeah, she didn't even bat. The, it was like waitress, we, we were waiting for her to say, it's not on the menu. Don't you see that? even bat an eye. And we're like, she wait, said, wait. Yeah, we have, have it? it. I'm like, why is it not on the menu then? It's a national outrage to not have that on the menu. It's an outrage. Any diner that doesn't have cream chip beef on toast should cease operations. <laughs> the government should intercede. There should be a government shutdown of any diner that does not make cream chip beef on toast. And the Melrose's was very good. Outstanding. It's a staple, Bob. It is. When you go to Sunday morning breakfast, what are you going to just have? A couple of eggs and bacon? No, I make that at home. You got to exactly. get something you normally don't make. Nobody's making cream chip beef. I make cream chip beef at home occasionally. He does, actually, quite well. I'm good at that. I normally don't turn to it. But though. it's... Uh, I might oh, have it like once every like other year. No, I have it's it maybe not, once I'm every just an two omelet months. Guy. I'm an omelet guy. I just love omelets. Uh, I like omelets with a little cheese and veggies in there. I'm just a sauce gal. I like anything with a sauce. Well, you're sauce very well. You were sauce the other night up in the Pocono Mountains. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, she was. At the Kalahari Resorts. <coughs> Speaking of sauce. Yeah, why, do you, why don't you bring me up with that, man? Bring me up to speed with that because you guys had a good the, time. Here's uh, the drink that they pour in the cabana. They have cabanas at this world's. Now, it's obviously a family resort. I mean, a lot of kids there. It's a great place to take your kids. If you want to get away, especially in the wintertime. You know, between New York and Philadelphia and Pennsylvania, there's so many people, and they're all going up there. This is an unbelievable oasis, the Kalahari Resort. This is the third one. The first one was out there in uh, Wisconsin at Wisconsin Dells. So that Kalahari Resort's there, and there's a lot of water parks in Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin's like the water park capital yes. of the United States and maybe the world. Wisconsin Dell specifically exactly. is the and water park. And there's a Kalahari park. Resort there. Which I hear the big in cheese, too, over there. Uh, yes, they are. Curds. They had cheese curds. So they have these are all indoor parks too, which means you can go in the summer where they they have a retractable roof in the Poconos when people go in the summer. And they've been open since 2015. We went up there the other day for a press event and it was phenomenal. I mean, anything you want, great steakhouse in there. I had the uh, we had. Did you see that tomahawk we were having the other night, Luigi? Yeah. Did you do the sprinkle, the salt sprinkle? No, I had the chef do the sprinkle. Okay. I had him do that thing. Did you make it rain a little? Yeah. Little. little Luigi did that tonight when we were cooking crab cakes. He gets it all over my stove. No, that's because you got that little turn thing. That's why. You got to grind it. Yeah, but it doesn't go all over the no, stove. No, because you want to know why? Because what I did was I, I went all around the uh, the broccoli rob, and then I lifted up, but there's still salt that's still coming out. I so know. a little bit sprayed out. I apologize. That's all right. We clean it. I cleaned, I cleaned it. So at the Kalahari Resorts, great food. I mean, every restaurant in there is phenomenal. Their steakhouse in there, double cut, oh. is world class. No. I mean, you don't see places like this in Vegas and, and big casinos. And you know, so so inside, if you, uh, I took some video, post some photographs, um, and they have those walls that are both see-through on both sides mm -hmm. of wine bottles uh, storage. And guess which wines were prominently displayed? The Seven Deadly Michael and David product, yes. product up there. And, they have uh, all, I mean, yeah. their wine cellar is phenomenal. Yes. But they have a lot of great Michael and David wines as well. We had some good Behringer the other night, too, down there yeah. in the wine cellar. It's phenomenal stuff. I recommend A lot of people always say, where am I going to take my kids, especially in the wintertime? Not everybody wants to go tubing and, you know, in the cold. 
kids, especially little kids, they enjoy it. And I used to take my kids everywhere. Well, the thing, that, the great thing about that is you can do both because they have tubing on the outside. They have all sorts of winter sports available outside. Well, not on this property. Yeah, no, on that property. They also have other things available. They do? Uh, yes. They have the outdoor... Uh, uh, Obstacle course. Oh, yeah, that's the gorilla. Luigi's got to go up there and do that. The gorilla track. What's that all about? It's like a, it's all hanging stuff and trees, and you do. What are like you trying a, to imply, Tony? No, that's what it's called. <laughs> no, he's trying to say it's it's, it's like, a physical thing. It's, a physical it's like thing. A, like the physical challenge. Yes, except I, you I don't get the, slimed on that one. I accept the physical challenge. I do. No, too. This, only this physical challenge. You get sauced afterwards. You don't exactly get, you don't right. get slimed. You get sauced afterwards. So anyway, so then, but th- there's all kinds of tubing, and there's a lot of stuff in the Poconos, and it's beautiful up there. So you can do both, and then you can <laughs> like it. So after you get cold and you're you're all frozen, you come back inside. It's a great. I mean, it's a it's an if you haven't been there, just check it out. Go online and watch the videos from the other day. Kalahari Resort's up there in the Poconos. I highly recommend it. We're going to try to get a couple of uh, one-night stays to give away on the show, too. That would be awesome, man. I mean, you serious, Clark? Yeah, I'm serious. You're damn right. Really? We're going to get some of these babies to give away. Because I'm surprised that, you know, I'm, I'm actually not surprised. I'm actually kind of pissed off that I wasn't invited to this one. This was last minute. We were, we were invited last minute. It was Monday. We found out Sunday night. Right, Robin? That's how come you uh, had the yeah, last I just, minute. I was uh, sitting here, yeah, last minute. I, I knew, but really, but I knew about having to watch the cats for like four days. So was it really that last minute? Okay, well, maybe it was four days. It was more like last, like ninety-six but hours, somewhere around there. Let me ask you a question. Shoot. Last minute, one hotel room. Are you really going to invite a third person? Hell no. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, congratulations uh, on the sex. And but by the way, you're staying with us in stupid. You're staying with us in Minnesota for the Super Bowl. In our B and B, what do you mean sleep outside? If you keep this crap up, yeah, you're gonna be sleeping outside, Clark. Fair the enough. shitter will be full, and you'll be outside there with cousin uh, Larry. Now, I'm not gonna tolerate your cousin Eddie. Today. Cousin, cousin Eddie was emptying the shitter outside in Christmas vacation. Shitter was full. <laughs> Damn right it was. It'll be full too when Luigi's out there. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. Let's get back to the business here. Larry, you all right over there now? I'm fine. We got to play some Moody Blues for Larry tonight, too. Do we? Is the voting over for the... Uh, yeah, it's over. You know one of my favorite Moody Blues songs? I don't like Nights in White Satin. Me I either. never liked that song. It's too slow. It's too slow. It's not even good like uh, panty-dropping music. You know, because all these rock bands always had ballads, the right? The rock ballad, right. Yeah, they always had the rock ballad. But very few of those rock ballads were panty-dropping. You know, like uh, White Snake, that was panty-dropping, right? You know what rock ballads are for? When you're shooting pool by yourself at a bar right. at 1.30 in the morning, and there's looking around, there's nobody wants to play with you, and there's no one to play with but yourself. Exactly. That's what, that's what rock ballads are good for, because they're not good for panty drop music. They're I totally not. agree with you. Thank you, Tony. I don't need that to play with myself. Exactly. You're talking to the mic, though, Chief. He is. He's just chill. <laughs> yeah, really I mean? chill. Let's get back to the business now, because we were talking about Roger Goodell earlier, and the NFL's the big story. But Mike Mitchell went off today, the safety for the Steelers. Now, let me give you an update on what's going on. The Monday night game, uh, John Gruden was going crazy. He was talking about what a disgrace it was to football. And there's a lot of different opinions on this. You know, there's been a lot of really bad hits in football. And I don't mean back, you know, a couple of years ago, they weren't even allowed to celebrate touchdowns. So the commissioner has been listening to the players and listening to the fans who called it the no-fun league. Remember when they weren't allowed to do anything to be a flag for a guy dunking a ball over yep, the goalpost? That's the dumbest thing ever. And now they went the other way, and now everybody's celebrating, and I don't have a problem with it. I'd rather see that than guys celebrating first downs like, you know, they're down 30 to 5, 30 to 7, and they're celebrating a first down. Now, I guys, mean, that's ridiculous, okay? 
The only thing that I don't like is when I, I love seeing the team celebrate together, but when it's the singular person that's celebrating all by themselves, it's different if they're just doing a yay or whatever, but if they're actually doing a dance all by themselves because they think they're so great, I don't like that. Isn't it a little bit much, though, when you're beating the crap out of a team by 30-something no, points? No, not at all. It's it's a little much. Well, what about who was the coach that went, uh, went for uh, through a bomb? Or went for it on fourth down, up thirty-three to something over the weekend. That's bogus. That is bogus. But when, like I said, when you're out there doing these orchestrated, you know, dance quartets over there, it's, it's I don't it's, have a problem. Too much, dude. I don't have I like a problem it. with. It's too much. By the way, I didn't see anyone dancing over there in Seattle. I'm just saying. Did we see electric slides happen on Seattle? No. When you scored, when they scored, no. Want to know why? Because they were losing. Correct. So don't sit there and celebrate. But teams that lose also but you celebrate. Don't rub it in people's face. That's like not that rubbing it in remember. anybody's face. That is not rubbing Seattle, in anybody's face. If Seattle had done a little dance move, I... They I did. I don't care. Yeah, but I mean, like, it wouldn't have... It doesn't make a big deal. Okay. Before you weren't... You know, the only team that could do the jumping into the stands was the Green Bay Packers because that was grandfathered in, the Lambeau Leap. Well, plus the walls were low. No, but the walls are low in a lot of places. No. Now you see every team jumps in. No. Uh, yes, they do. Try jumping in in like Minnesota. The freaking walls thirty five feet high, Tony. No, a lot most most no most newer stadiums and most of the stadiums are newer. Fans have been jumping into the stands to celebrate with them or handing a ball to a fan. Before you were fined if you threw a ball into the stands after a touchdown. If you went over to a kid with a football who was crippled, by the a way, couple, a couple of years ago, and handed a ball to a kid, yeah, that was, player would be fined for the cost of a football. By the way, How bush league is that? Newsflash here. By the way, d- does anyone else think that Mike Trout has enough footballs handed to him by Philadelphia Eagles? How about we hand him to, to a kid? Hand him to somebody else other than Mike Trout. You don't think Mike Trout's giving him to a charity? No, what I think is I think Mike Trout's got a basement full of him in his freaking house is what I think he's doing. If I see Ertz or Wentz or any other Eagle walk over to Mike Trout and hand him one more football, I'm going to go ape shit. Give it to somebody else. He's not coming to the damn Phillies, so stop recruiting him. Stop. You don't stop recruiting him. Stop. It's not happening. We talked we, we talk to, to Rico Bronia. He said it. He's never leaving. Relax. He, it's because they don't want him to leave, and he's happy there because there's no pressure on him there. Take it easy. All right, if, if the right. Eagles, if, if, these, if, if Carson Wentz could seal the deal and find a way to get Mike Trout to want to come to the Phillies and work out a trade, would you be opposed to that? What's bigger? Carson Wentz winning the Super Bowl this year or him landing Mike Trout <laughs> for the next 10? That's a stupid question, man. What's the matter with you? One Super Bowl in the next 12 years or Mike Trout for the rest of his career, Tony? What are you taking? That could lead to multiple Phillies titles. <sighs> well, how many titles have the uh, Angels won? Uh, uh, Since Mike Trout. And I love Mike Trout. Zero. Correct. I'm just saying. One player doesn't make that much of a difference in baseball. Yes, he does. No, it doesn't. It makes it not. I'm just saying. No, it does. Anyway, so now we're, we're not talking about player celebration anymore. We're talking about players now complaining about the fines and suspensions over these hits. The Rob Gronkowski hit, I have an argument with people up in the Poconos. That was a cheap shot. The play was long over. He got mad because he got beat by the guy. And then after the play is over, he comes down and puts, an, puts his shoulder into the guy's head. He should have been suspended for a game. I don't care how many if you have him on your fantasy team. I don't care how great of a player or a guy he is off the field. You want to talk about people up in arms right now? Yeah, pissed off I don't fans. care about fantasy. It's the playoffs, man. I don't give a crap. You do something that's stupid, oh, yeah. you deserve to be suspended. No doubt about it. And Beautiful, anybody, man. anybody, all these Patriot slap dicks out there, listen, I don't hate the Patriots. Rob Gronkowski deserved to be suspended for a game. And in fact, today, Troy Vincent one of the muckety-mucks in the NFL League office, 
says they may be doing what college football does now to cut this crap out. Because you'll see a guy take a cheap shot at a guy in the end zone, and you know what they get? 15 yards will be enforced on the kickoff. Big deal. Exactly. Big deal. That guy should be automatically ejected. I That's agree. That's what they do in college football. I agree. If you target a player, and anybody can look and see the difference between incidental contact or happening during a play versus an absolute, no doubt about a cheap shot. Tony, right? all these guys in the NFL, all these players, all these coaches, they've all been playing football since you know, they were little. They all know what a hit is a hit. They all know when someone's trying to hurt someone. Exactly. You can all see what's going on. All these referees, all the hits they all the hits they watched, all the plays they've watched, all the penalties they've called, they know. Exactly. So if you know it, just throw the guy out of the game. No ifs, ands, or buts, you're out of the game. Done. So Done. we agree Gronkowski should have been suspended. No doubt about it. You know who else should have been suspended? Who? Juju Smith Schuster. Yeah. Now, it wasn't necessarily a dirty hit that I think that what made it worse and why he got suspended, and by the way, his suspension for one game was upheld, so he'll miss the game against the Baltimore Ravens. Yep. The other guy of the Cincinnati Bengals, who was also suspended for a game, George Alaka, the safety, who hit uh, Antonio Brown in the end zone. Remember that hit after the play? Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was, the, that was a dirty hit. They fined him $35,000 instead of suspending him for a game. And I agree with that. Even though that was a dirty hit as well, he got penalized at the stupid kick thing. He should have been ejected. See, if the rules were the same as college, I would have ejected him for that game for that particular play. By the way, Joe, Joe Rufino checks in on Facebook. He says Gronk is a meathead. Exactly. It's exactly what he is. He's a, he's a Neanderthal meathead. That's exactly what he is. But chicks dig him. Because he, he's a he's a if he, he gets into the end zone and he freaking dances and he parties and, and he, goes he drinks out and, he and Saturdays exactly. are for and the he boys. wins Super Bowls and stuff like that. You're a freaking joke. You have him in your fantasy team? I do in one league. <laughs> man. I mean, but anyway. But I got him backed up though. I'm good. So now you got this other argument. First it was the celebrations are offensive and people are complaining that yes, they are, some they are. Then you have now you got players who are the ones who are outraged about the the Roger Goodell system of Finding guys, suspending guys, and a lot of times it's bang bang plays, and that's the problem. There's no set rules. It's, there's a gray area, and Troy Vincent today took away the gray area. He said, as I mentioned, the NFL probably is going to go to the college targeting rule. You're automatically ejected for the game. Done. Should no be done. fifteen yard penalty, and it's there's no doubt about it. You even go back and review it if you're not sure. And when you go back and you watch a play, you can tell whether there was intent. A lot of times, guys go down low when they're catching the ball, and the guy goes low. He's not trying to hit him helmet to helmet, but they call those. They call a lot of those where a guy's helmet hits the other guy's helmet, but it's not intentional. It's in the act of a play. Yeah, it's, it's a violent, it's, physical, fast game. It's called a bang-bang play. Exactly. Right. But Mike Mitchell, the safety for the Steelers, sat with the, uh, in the locker room with the members of the media today and had a very, I wouldn't call this an outrageous rant, he just broke it down to levels beyond normal locker room BS. Let's go to the tape. This is football. If you want to see flag football, then let's take our pads off. That would make it easier for me because now I don't got to wear heavy shit. But give us flags for me to pull off because that way I know what we're playing. You know, I signed up to play full speed contact football and we're not doing that. I feel like I got to ask a guy, hey, are you ready for me to hit you right now before I hit you? And that's crazy. I'm going to mess around and get hurt trying to protect an offensive player because he's running an over route. Damn it, your quarterback shouldn't have threw that ball messed up. That happened two years ago. That's not, I'm, I'm not joking at all. Andy Dalton threw a ball to Tyler Eifert two years ago. Tyler Eifert had to die for it. I was aiming for his gut. 
But if he don't dive, he don't get in the head. That's 50 grand out of my pocket, though, because Andy throws a bad ball. Make that make sense. And at first you're taking our money, but now, you know, I got assholes like Matt Hasselbeck calling me a dirty player and trying my character, and we've never met before. I donate more money to Cincinnati underprivileged kids and probably people on the Bengals. So don't give me that name. My nephew goes to school there, man. I take all that personally. If you don't know me, if you never had a conversation with me, don't judge us by what you see on football because football is my competitive side. You know what I'm saying? So it's just so much going on in the game right now. Yes, obviously I'm a little flustered, but I mean, we just got to do better. We got to do better. I said it yesterday. We got to do better as players when we sign the next CBA. We got to get better leadership as who's running the league because obviously everybody from fans, owners, players are all disappointed in Roger Goodell. Um, we just, we just got to do better. We can't have a guy where you just hand out discipline on how you see fit. There needs to be a set guideline of how we do what we do. There's no way... I see two people get post-play penalties, post-play infractions that don't have to do with football, and you get. That's Mike Mitchell going off, but not, not you know, he dropped a couple of profanities and he ripped Matt Hasselbeck, but then who doesn't? Who sh- yeah, Everyone should. You know who his wife is, right? Uh, I, I remember hearing about her. I'm not a, I don't remember. It's Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Yeah, but that's not Matt Hasselbeck's wife. That's his brother. Tim Hasselbeck's Tim wife? Tim Hasselbeck is married to Elizabeth uh, Matt Hasselbeck was the former quarterback. They were both quarterbacks. Tim, Tim Hasselbeck. Hasselbeck played for the Eagles. Right. And he didn't have Matt Hasselbeck had a pretty good NFL career. We got the wrong Hasselbeck. <laughs> I think he got the wrong Hasselbeck. Yeah. Whatever. But anyway, I agree. I agree with uh, Mike Mitchell. What was Matt Hasselbeck's famous, famous, famous NFL play? I don't remember now. Remember He's that? Ball. Remember, remember when he when he was in Green Bay and, he, and they had the coin flip and they went to overtime and he told Brett Favre, he said, We want the ball, we're gonna score. And then he throws a pick six <laughs> straight down the side. I don't remember that anymore. My brain is officially out of RAM. I remember a lot of things, but you know I don't have to get a new brain all the time. I would if I could. But computers, we take them back every couple of years, or in the case of Robin and Luigi, every year. And people with phones have to go out and get more memory and stuff and phones and data. You, need to, you just need to clear Take that cash. for data. Evolve or die, Tony. I'm evolving. Tony needs to clear his cash. Yes, I do. My cash has been cleared out thanks to my ex-wife very nicely. Thank you. My cash is long gone. By the way, it was. Uh, I want to thank uh, Aaron Cohen, who uh, pointed out that it was the uh, it was Adam Gaze of the Miami Dolphins who were laying a beat. They were finally beating somebody badly, and then five minutes left in the game, he, I think he went for an onside kick up by like twenty something. If you're a Dolphin, screw it. Who cares? That's fine. No, that's that's wrong, man. No, I don't care. If you're Cleveland, if you're, you're, Cle- you're up on Cleveland like like twenty five points. No, if you're Cleveland, thirty three to nine, tw- thirty three to nine, and you're going to do an onside kick in a game with five minutes left, that's bush league. I'm sorry, somebody should have gone after Adam Gaze on the sidelines. That's the kind of violence that the NFL needs. Oh, okay, justified violence. I, if I'm Hugh Jackson. Uh, first of all, I'm wondering how I still have a job. Well, you're lucky. You're not even saying a word. If you're Hugh Jackson, you're just keeping as quiet as possible and just staying under the wraps. Exactly. That's wow. it. You're, you don't have you don't, the radar. Don't make any noise. You don't have the kind of evidence that Marvin Lewis has on anyone in the Bengals to be able to no. keep your job. By the way, Tony, is there any way? I mean, we've been saying this for ten years now, but is there any way Marvin Lewis can survive this? Uh, probably. Probably. Yeah. God. Unbelievable. 
Anyway, let's get back to the phones now. We, we can wanna, go to the phones. Before we go to the phones, yes. I want to remind people to please share, like, follow. Um, the more friends and family that you can tell about the show. It's a friends and family plan, right? It is. Except it doesn't cost you anything. Like those it scam totally friends free. and family plans. And pretty much everything that we do is free. And the reason why is because we we thank you and count on you guys. And it's not just once. Like every single time you listen, reshare it again. Um, because sometimes people aren't, they don't happen to be on your social media feed during a show and maybe they will be the next time. So, uh, share, share often. Well, exactly. Share and share alike. And, and, uh, give us your feedback. Uh, those, all those things that are on social media where you like us, you really, really like us. That really helps us. Uh, it, it, it. It's one of those weird algorithm things, mm-hmm. um, but we show up. We're, we get higher and higher every single time you do. So, uh, not that high though. Yeah, it's usually just a wine high. I don't Gosh. do any of the speaking weed. of wine. Yeah, speaking of, we want to thank once again Michael and David Winery for yes. uh, bringing uh, you to us or us to you. Both ways works. We're exactly. Kind of, uh, we we like it both ways, and. Um, they uh, uh, I just take it one way. <laughs> okay, I'm speaking for myself. But uh, they, uh, Michael and David Winery, mdwinery.com. Visit them, join their wine club. Uh, it is totally free. Mm-hmm. Go to mdwinery.com. The stuff's great. And you're seeing more and more of their product in every store because it's great, great product. It is. The earthquakes, the lust, the. The seven deadlies. The big old bottle of Zen you got over there with this the run of the great. Deadly. That's incredible, man. This seven fifty. That's the big boy. That's the big boy right there. Their names are pretty much everything that you want to do in life. <laughs> I'm trying to get, complete the seven deadly. Uh, seven well, how, what is this? Uh, it's you know, you have uh, the lust, effect. No, okay. Let's gluttony. See. Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked this up before. I I'll really tell you what it says on up. the bottle. Vanity. I've got that one covered. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Sloth. I've got I, that one covered now, yeah, too, yeah, that's after good, I gained that's like good. 15 pounds. I have that one covered, dude. How about gluttony? Oh, you got that one covered, oh, too, Oh, we Paul. totally got that one What's covered. What's the difference between sloth and gluttony? I think sloth we went through lazy. this one. Sloth is laziness. Gluttony has, lazy. Little, has, no, a, has a little more garlic on top. That's all it is, the gluttony. <laughs> gluttony <laughs> is when you do the salt. Uh, that's little, it. Yeah, a little yeah, more. The, the whole thing, like the chef. Lust. Well, who doesn't have that? Come on now. Yeah. We got that in overabundance in this crowd here. Envy. Not massage envy. That's a, not a safe place to go, apparently, from what I've read in the news lately. I know. I've been there. You've been to massage envy? I have. Not I've been here. to penis envy, but I've, I've <laughs> never been uh, anywhere else. I'm totally going Not massage it. envy. <laughs> and then there's greed. Greed. I mean, greed, well, I, I got greed. Greed yeah. is good. Yes, it is, Tony. Remember where movie was that from? I don't remember. It's, it's, a, it's the original Wall Street, Michael Douglas. Greed is good. It's a well, great I've seen the movie, yeah, but. I greed. Think. Remember, he says, greed is good. It's a great motivator. And then wrath. Not yeah. the wrath of Khan. Oh, you have because I'm that. not a big Star Trek fan. You are so. totally wrath. Yeah. So we we have. There's the seven have, deadlies right there if you're scoring at home. No, the the seven sins, not the seven. The deadlies. seven deadly sins, zins. But those are also the seven sins. The seven deadly sins. That's why this is a take on the seven deadly zins. You got it. But I don't follow think me, camera I don't guy. Think they're called deadly sins. I think they're just called seven sins. Okay. Whatever I, you call them. Whatever you call, call them. Which one? Just call them. Guy? Just pretty, call them. I'm pretty sure we got them all covered here. <sighs> a Chip Reederson checks in and says, Michael David Winery is the best thing to happen to Lodi 
since CCR wrote that song about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chip Reederson, you remember were... that? That was yes. Lodi. Yes. Uh, you know that song, Luigi? No. You don't know Lodi by CCR? No. Oh, John Fogarty and Credence. You need to you need to pull it up. Wait a minute, I gotta hit, I gotta give him one of those first. Chip Reederson, by the way, you are incorrect. He goes, "What up? Getting cancer from going down on Catherine Zeta Jones." He didn't get cancer from that. No, that did not happen. That did not happen. And there are studies that show the exact opposite is true: that oral sex is actually beneficial and will prevent cancer. So there. Told you. You know what's even it's safer? Got, shit's got vitamin C in it, bro. I'm telling you, man. It's a lifesaver. <laughs> it's a. I got. I got the fountain of youth swinging right from my between my legs, Tony. I'm telling you, brother. No, we're talking cunnilingus. Oh, I'm fine with that. See, that, that, that is the one that specifically is safe because there's men, for whatever reason. I'm good. Don't do that. Looks good, tastes good. Well. <laughs> um, now, you got to play a little low die for me here now. Do I? Okay. Find it now. As someone once said, I wouldn't hold out much, much for the tape deck. Or the, the tape deck. Or the what do we have? That's, I a, have that's a, a Lebowski drop that Chip will get right there. I, I got it. I got the big Lebowski I've seen it multiple times. What am I playing now? Lodi by Creedence Clearwater Revival. John Fogarty. Where they, that's where, because he, as, he, as Chip Reederson said, Michael David Winery, the best thing that happened to Lodi <laughs> since the CCR <laughs> Classic. Joe Ruff says, that study was done by women in that kid gynecologist from Florida. <laughs> no. You know this song. Come on, Come on you man. you know this song. About a year ago, I sit out I mean, that's a classic, but I got to hear Lodi here. You and your stupid drops, Luigi. It's not, it's not a drop. drop, it's Biggie. Stuck in Lodi. Stuck in Lodi, yo. One thing about Creedence, so you see all these groups, Journey, they always get a new lead singer that sounds like the original guy. Creedence could never find a guy. They still tour as Clear Creedence Clearwater Revival, and John Fogarty tours alone. But they do not have a guy in CCR that sounds like John Fogarty. You know why? Because there's only one, baby. Of course. I'm stuck in a low Everyone knows it but me. You need to get out more. I get. I know I need to stay in more. Now you need to come over and listen to our music more often. We'll play a little Moody Blues later. Special request. Do we have to? Yes, we do. Okay. It's for Larry. Larry's oh, a special guest tonight Larry. in the wine cellar. Hey, bro, you stay and bring me anything. I don't want to get Larry anything. Larry. Multiple choice what's upstairs, okay? I'm only kidding. I'll play anything you need, Larry. I will be your DJ, your VJ, your EJ, but I will definitely not be a BJ for you this yeah, evening. Thank no. you. I don't put her my bread on that side now. So boy. Speaking of legendary uh, performers and legendary voices on this program. We have one on hold. <laughs> not just the great Larry from Port Richmond. Not just Jack in the back and all the other great people who listen and tweet all the time and check in with us. It is the great Jose from Norristown, PA. Jose. What up, Jose? We have to say it right. We always say Jose. That is like so Northeast Philly, man. What up, Jose? What up, Brunos? What up, Miss Robbins? What up, Luigi? What up, Larry's? 
What up, Jack and Ruth's? Jack and Ruth's. That's not. That, that's a steakhouse, isn't it? Oh no, that's a. Ruth's Jack not here. See, he has so much respect for Ruth. Who was here just one time with Jack. He doesn't just call him Jack in the back anymore. He calls him Jack and Ruth's. He's got a. He's got a good memory. This one. Yes, he does. He's got a good memory. Yes, he has he an amazing memory. He's got like two mm-hmm. terabytes, I think. Two terabytes. He's got plenty of RAM. I got like eight gig in mine. I mean, I'm, I'm like 256 gig. Remember when you used to get the little SD cards that were 256? Yep. And you think, wow, man, that's a lot of storage. It ain't Jack now. We used to have like those little SD cards with just megabytes mm-hmm. on it. Exactly right. 256 megabytes I'm talking about. What's going on, uh, Jose? Not for much, man. I'm kidding. I can't wait for my eggnog and my uh, college bowl season to begin soon. That's right. You know Temple's going. You know where Temple's going. You know where Temple will bowl. They're going to the Gasparilla Bowl. The Gasparilla Bowl, baby. Love a Gasparilla. Have you been to Gasparilla? No, I have not, Tony. It's a phenomenal. It's 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 a Mardi Gras in in Tampa. It's what it is. It's a boat parade right along the. Right along the water. Is it a tradition unlike any other? Yes, time? it is. Okay. It's a great, great par- parade. The gas. I've been on it many times on floats, drinking copious amounts of great Grey Goose with my boy, the big dog, Steve Dumick, and even love Dean. Steve Dumick, man. Steve Dumick and I were, were were absolutely killing that parade. I had people in the parade route holding up signs, saying Bruno has beautiful beads, baby, because I was throwing <laughs> out beads to the crowd and. Women were doing the whole, you know, the bee bearing, thing. Bearing the, the bee and, thing. Because now words, I, I didn't tell breast. people. See, that's that's why I haven't been charged with sexual harassment. <laughs> and I haven't had to give up my seat. you smart, Tony. On the bus, on SEPTA, the L, or wherever you else just, I go. You just allow them to do it on their own. They ask, and then I respond. Oh, you, you permit them. You they permit. ask for beads. They pull up their top, and I'm contractually obligated to throw beads to them. Naturally. Exactly. Or whether they're, not, whether they're fake or natural. doesn't matter. I don't discriminate in any way, shape, or form when it comes to bead tossing from parade floats at Gasparilla or at any parade that they invite me to. Other than I that, mean, Jose, what up? You know what? I just thought of something, though. What? Not for much. Yeah. <laughs> Jose, I have, I have a theory, though. Wouldn't it be better, rather than the women bearing their breasts to catch beads doesn't it make more sense if a man were to drop trowel because then you can like like you can do like a ring toss on yeah but yeah. women are yeah but not every man is walking around erect the entire time no most of the guys are erect that's, and discrimi- they can't that's get discrimination wrecked. because some men they can't become erect so that means they can't get beats that's right but the women have their breasts they have to do anything with them they just show them and then you have the beats. i don't know where that tradition started I don't know. I, I don't know why. I don't know how that started or where. Obviously, Personally, I think it was Carnival. I love the fact that you're all about equality and stuff, but some things just not, don't need to be hey, equal. Robin. you know, I mean, I think that it would be great. No, you know the, like any other, damn it. You know what the problem <laughs> is? Most men would do that because they're pigs. Duh. Most women don't do that. And the women that do it aren't pigs. Robin, all you have to do is be more active on Twitter. You'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be getting erect penises sent to you all day long. Oh, no. I had I... a guy tell me he wanted to blow me. Really? Yep. Wow. Tonight already on the sh- during the show. I said that's great. You know what it is? <laughs> Fantastic. It is. I think that men really think that sending their junk pictures is something that women like, and it's we a don't. Cut to the chase. No, that's no. What they want to do? I'm telling you, women it's, don't want junk pictures. I this know. This is what happens when people have not been able to to master the art of actually talking to the opposite sex in person and in real life, and they have to resort to uh, an online forum. 
where, no, where you can hide No, what it is is that if it were reversed, men want nudie pics, and they and that's all they think about, and so they think. What naturally. does this have to do with parade floats and Gasparilla balls? Everything and Temple University. You've been on them everything, Tony. Apparently. By the way, Jose, you know what we have? As Jim Gaynor points out tonight on the thread on Facebook Live. Uh, we have hockey action, yo. Not just hockey action. We have Flyers one-game winning streak action, yo. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Flyers one game. The boys are turning it around now. Just when you thought Hexy was crazy for not making a coaching change in the organization and staying with uh, Dave Hackstall, not only for this year, but for the long-term future as well. Just give it up. The man. boys went up there and laid a biblical beatdown on the Calgary Flames up there one, in the Saddle Dome. game in a row. <laughs> We've won one game. Damn right, baby. What up, Edmonton? <laughs> <laughs> they stink so bad. No, they don't. They're a good young team. No, they're not. They're a terrible young team. They, they are not a terrible young they stink, team. Tony. They're just a young team. They're just a young team. Okay. I don't care how you bring them. Brigham Young, as the man once said when he was crossing the uh, this greater Salt Lake Valley. Brigham Young? Or he's from Alabama. Exactly. Brigham Young and keep bringing him. That was an old joke that I heard a long time ago. I don't think it's quite as funny as it used to be. No, it's not at all. No, exactly. It's actually not funny at all anymore, Robin. (sighs) Other than that, Jose, welcome to Philadelphia. (laughs) We celebrate winning one in a row, baby. By the way, can I just point out something? I'm what? saying that, but meanwhile, we celebrate this all the time. Tony oh, has God. absolutely nothing to do with anything. <laughs> but I just, I, I, my hair was getting all lopsided, so I took it down. It's still wet from yesterday. Really? That's too much information, yeah, Well, your, your hair still hasn't, well, your, your oh, hair is thick. It doesn't dry very easily. No. Jose, let's get back to the business. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry for that nonsensical interruption. No, no, people thought it was quite topical. <laughs> <laughs> Jose? Before I get to my business, I like... Yes? Let's get down to the business, shall we? Other than that, what up, winery business? What up? Your local sponsors? Well, they're not local, Um, but they're all over the place. They're global. They're out in California. By the way, we got some Texas wine Speaking of which... Yes. Other than Texas, we'd like to thank the Cowboys for participating in this year's season. No, but they are eligible at six and six for one of the, uh, yes, the they are Tony Christmas week bowl games. I think oh, they're still be trying to decide which bowl is being played. There's a couple in, in Arlington. Isn't there a bowl game in Arlington they could play in that would be half empty? I think it's the Public Defender Bowl. I oh, <laughs> it's cotton it's bowl. The Cotton Picking Bowl. Cotton I think bowl, that's what uh, No, the Cotton Bowl is too important. You don't get into the cotton. The t- you don't get into the Cotton Bowl at six and uh, six. There- the Haynes Herway Bowl. How about you, that, do. <laughs> you do not get in the Cotton Bowl at six. There's the Fort. There's the Fort Worth Bowl. The Fort Worth Bowl. There's a couple of. There's a bunch of bowls. Yeah. I think they're going to be playing it on Friday there's night though Fort with Worth some high school bowl. kids. Hey, Chip Reeves says I think the Cowboys are playing Fresno out in Hawaii. <laughs> the hey, listen, Hawaii Bowl. I'd go to that bowl game. Well, who wouldn't? Exactly. What up, Aloha Stadium? Yes, indeed. <laughs> Where Aloha also means goodbye. <laughs> it means hello too. Now, how could there? Yeah, as as Aaron called, how could it not be a Jerry Jones Bowl yet out there in Texas? He's got enough going. There's on. There's the Alamo Bowl. That's still in attendance, right? So, 
Oh, look at all the bowls in Texas. Not Tecmo yep. Bowl. Not Tecmo Bowl, no. They finally gave up those stupid commercials. The Military Bowl. time. With the Motor City Bowls in, in, in uh, Detroit. In Detroit, though. It's not in Texas. Detroit, yo. Exactly. No, it's in Detroit. They're going to play it in the... Uh, Ford in, Fields. In the, now, what's the uh, the stadium they tried to implode and it wouldn't go down? The, the, Georgia the Silver Dome. Oh, the Silver Dome. Did you see the Silver Dome the other day it's up still there? Holding, yeah, baby, still holding, baby. Still holding. Do you know that was the very it's first... still there. <laughs> they, they were, uh, that was... I, I went, went to that... You know what they call that Super Bowl when they had it in the Pontiac Silver Dome? Snowball. That was the very first Super Bowl ever played in a cold weather city. Of course, it was inside, but it was still cold outside. So there was a big deal about that. That Super was uh, Jerome Bettis' Super Bowl. It was Pittsburgh and Seattle in the Pontiac Silverdome. The with, Matt Hasselback led Seattle Seahawks. Exactly. When Tony, when Tony Romo botched the snap. No, Tony when, Romo wasn't playing in that, that era. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. No, that the when the Super Bowl was in Pontiac, Michigan, Tony Romo was it was at Eastern Michigan or whatever the hell he went. You're talking about Jerome Bettis' game. Yeah, it was, Ben Roethlisberger, it was Ben Roethlisberger's Eastern rookie Illinois, year. Eastern Illinois, yo. He's at Eastern Illinois, one of those little It was Ben schools. Roethlisberger's rookie year. But the Tony Romo wasn't playing then. I thought he was playing right then. No. All right, let me check that. We have lots of people chiming in on bowls. Jim Gaynor says polyester bowl. Ed Sharkey, 39 bowls. William Cullen, corduroy bowl. Cole McLaughlin, smoke a bowl. Well, smoke a bowl has always happened to me. Ed Sharkey, no fish bowl either. Um, I, the Paul one I always it was the blue bonnet bowl, but it was called the Astro Blue Bonnet Bowl back in the Paul day. Lee. Well, I knew that one. We always used to talk about the Poulan Weed Eater Bowl, and then of course the Blue Bonnet Bowl, the the uh, Astro Blue Bonnet Bowl, and the Houston Astrodome, which they're not going to implode. By the way, it's right next door to the uh, big Texas, the stadiums where the Texans play. NRG Stadium. NRG, yo. which where we've been twice in the last year, and it was right next door because they still use the Astrodome. For concerts and stuff. And it's still uh, right. Remember, you were there, Rob. You know what the Astrodome You know what the Astrodome reminds me of, Bruno's? What's that, Jose? Phillies and Astros, NLCS, nineteen eighty, yo. One of the greatest NLCS and Astros. series ever played. By the way, I, I you 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 were right. It wasn't Rome, I'm sorry. And that was the O five, oh six. Yeah. Game. And it was it, that was that was um Seattle played Carolina. Seattle and Carolina Seattle in the Carolina. Pontiac Silverdome. That was the, no, no. The Seattle and Carolina was the NFC Championship game. Seattle won that game to go play Pittsburgh, and that's when Pittsburgh won their. Super that's Bowl. the Jerome Bettis game. Correct. Yes, Tony. Thank you. Because that was Tony Romo. I was correcting myself. Okay. Okay. I was correcting myself. I knew Tony Romo because Tony Romo's never played in a Super Bowl. First, no, no, of all. no. I was saying that, and he's I, never played an NFC Championship I, game either. I believe that that was the, the the playoff game that he botched the. I thought that was the playoff game that he botched the uh, the, the snap on the extra point. That's okay. I'm, I'm not. I made uh, a mistake. That's okay. I just want to make sure we, we correct mistakes on the show. That's what we do. That's why I, I check the facts. Oh, you know what they're doing now? We have a new bowl game in South Philadelphia just announced. It's breaking news. Why? There's always room for one more. You know what it's called? It's the new Rice Bowl Uh-oh. at Moonshine Philly. The new Rice Bowl. Did you have one of those last week? No, no, no. I had I had the Cajun shrimp with the uh, the fresh papadelli pasta. But you know who did have the rice bowl was Jervis. Jervis yes. Peterson. And he lost the coin flip straight up. Best two out of three, Tony. Where you flipped the coin, I took down the rights to the same, brother. Exactly. That may not always be right. So Rich Vittori was the one that uh, that entered the new rice bowl uh, <laughs> option. And then he said, that's right after the cheap plug bowl. Exactly right. <laughs> Which is also, also brought to you by Moonshine. Well, uh, light. What up, Miller Light is right. Now, I want to quickly interject with, <laughs> since we're, we're on a roll with mentioning things, right now trending on social yeah. media is, is write a happy story in four words. I already responded to that earlier today. 
And um, that's the t- one of the titles of our show is because write a happy story in four words begins with Bruno Nation Live, oftentimes. Yes, indeed. And Loretta Choppy on Twitter actually says, you make me laugh. Well, thank you, Loretta. Loretta's one of our great fans yes. out there in the Bay Area. What up, Loretta's? What up? <laughs> so what up, Loretta's? If you, if you have a hashtag, write, um, do that hashtag, write a happy story in four words, hashtag Bruno Nation, and uh, tell, tell everybody why Bruno Nation makes you happy in four words. I know why it makes me happy. How's that? Because, it, because it's the greatest show on the planet, yo. Not the greatest show on turf. That was Mike Martz back in the day with the Rams. This is the greatest show on... Mm-hmm. What would we call this now? It's not on turf. The planet, yo. Well, I don't want that's, that's That's being a little too uh, pompous. Speaking of uh, shameless plugs... That's one of the I seven was, deadly sins, actually. Yes, Ed, plug, plugs. Ed, Ed Nasta would like to remind everybody that there is a 10% discount on all alcohol and wine purchases at the Newtown Wine and Spirit Store tomorrow only. On December 7th? Between noon and 6 p.m. to celebrate their grand opening. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. What up, wine and spirits? Up in Newtown, Bucks County. Correct. That's actually 10% off of everything, all of your purchases. Dude, do they have any of the big boy seven deadlies left up there? Uh, let's ask gotta Ed. find out from Ed. I'm going to get some of these babies. These will make some nice stocking stuffers. If you, wear, if you have a gigantic stocking. <laughs> yeah, one of those big ones. Oh, we got, we got the kings and ducks now, and they've dropped the gloves, and here we go. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, and it's a one-punch takedown. Something else even more dumb. Why? Fighting in hockey. Makes no sense. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Stupid. Oh, Biska yeah, just know, got one know. one punch Definitely knockout, and the Ducks get the one punch knockout victory. By the way, uh, Jose, if you follow that stuff, yes, I do. By the way, the bullet Other to Temple Alice is in. You know, Rich Vittori says even even Vladimir. Yes, including Vladimir. By the way, Rich, that bottle of Vladimir that we've all signed, I can't I, I can't find that in the bar. No, I don't see it on the bar it's either. It's usually displayed right there in the main case with all the, uh, the the other fine bottles and spirits you have hanging around over there, but I don't see the Vladimir. By the way, tomorrow, December 7th, as we do this on a Wednesday night, you know what tomorrow is, right? National Wine Day. What up, Pearl Harbor? Pearl Harbor well, Day. That's the most American. What, the date what that up, we'll live Pearl in infamy. December 7th. That's a good job out of you. I hate to do today it to Luigi to not know December 7th. You can do it to me. It's fine. No, no I've already no, given you too many today. No, no, it's, it's okay. I've given you I way too it. many. I deserve it. Can we just go? Just give him one, yo. Should I give him one, Jose? Should I give him one? Yes. Yes. Luigi, haven't you figured this out yet? Bafangul, huh? <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and just take it like that. Come on. Aaron Cohen writes, Can we go to break? I need to go buy some oh, beer. I'd love to go to break. We've been trying. I need to go buy some beer, he writes. But Jose hasn't been on a little while, so we what gotta up, get Louisville, Kentucky. What up indeed? What up, run for the roses? Exactly right. What up, Churchill Downs? What up, um, Mike Johnson? Dave Johnson. Exactly right. Meanwhile, down the threats they come, yo. 
Joe Joe Rafino asking for the uh, the the Vafangulo song. We have to play. I that can today. play a little. It's Bafangulo. a good holiday song. I might. You know what? I'm going to come back to it after. Right, well, I'll okay. come back from break to to the Vafangulo song. All right. I I I. Can we? Can I say what up, Moonshine? Um, Moonshine Bar. Absolutely. Yeah, why not, you know, now, Jose. Now, will you be coming down for Christmas Eve you? Eve for t- for Eve, Tony Eve, Claus? Eve. It's three three, three Eve. Sorry, Christmas Triple Eve. It's December twenty second. I know. I took off of work for it. The three faces of I Eve. Can't. What do you I mean you can't? Whole, I got a tradition going on at my house. It's called watching TV. <laughs> it's Tony Claus. Yeah. Jose, you do realize that there's televisions at my house. It's a Friday night. I'm, I'm Jose Claus at my house. Jose. Jose, seriously, there's nothing good on TV on a Friday night. Jose, listen, you come in. Is look. Family Tie still on? Or Family Matters. That's the show I used to love. Yeah. Family Jack, Matters. Jack in the back, just I just heard him say it back there. Said, Ruth, Ruth's and Jack's will come pick you up, Jose, and bring you to and from Tony Claus. At Moonshine. At Moonshine on December 22nd. Well, you are one of the legendary figures in the establishment. People will sit on Jose's lap. Yep. They will They will salute the Yule, uh, you know, the Yule Tide log. You can sign his Yule log exactly. right there. We'll have a little, uh, co- we'll have a little coquito, uh, so you know, so you can feel a little bit more in country. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll enjoy yourself, Jose. What up, Miller Light? Exactly. See, you'll have some Miller Lights what flowing. Up, Miller Light. No, you know we're gonna have that night. We got the Omegang oh, flowing, right? Omegang. Wheat? Is it the wheat? How do you say, Rob? Witte. Witte. Well, technically it's Witte, but I think that they just pronounce it Wit. Wit, which is their wheat beer, which is made with. Orange peel and coriander. It is an amazing Belgian style ale. Oma Gang with I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to have one of them tomorrow night. You know which on one's my favorite? Fans. Which one? Um it is the Noma Gang. Oma Gang Noma Gang. It's Just one. say no. Oh my god. No no like gnome, like like a garden gnome. I know. So Jose, can we get you out? This isn't gonna be like fantasy fest. Well, we don't give you anything. We're, we're coming to pick you up to and from. And by the way, this isn't like some other strappers podcast. I saw him tweet out tonight that you have to pay $18 to go to a podcast and once watch a bunch of strappers sit around and uh, fillet each other. There's none of that. We give you when you come to our podcast. You don't have to pay $18 to come to some smoke-filled little joint. Tony said that. I was like, I didn't tweet about Funkin' Fancy today. No, no, no. <laughs> it's on the same night as ours. Really? Yeah, somebody's trying to steal our thunder. And you know who you are out there. How dare you charge $18 to have guys sit around in a circle jerk and watch a bunch of guys who shouldn't even be allowed to listen to a podcast actually do a podcast. <laughs> I hear you, brother. And charge people eighteen dollars. Where's this at? For Where? what? Where are they charging? For who? We're not even going to say anything. I'm not even going to tell. You know who they are. And listen, go right ahead and charge people eighteen dollars. You come to our great podcast, and you know if you've been to all of our shows in, in public, we never charge people cover. You may buy a drink or two. You may. You know, have some food. Hey, Tony, we used to, we used to do the shows over at, at, at Comedy Sports. People, exactly. People would come just for the food drops alone. Exactly. You know, Rich would drop we food We provided up. food and alcohol. I had a sushi station hooked up for once for free. People came and they drank for Tony. We used to make the, uh, uh, what, what was the name of that, uh, the, the, the rum concoction? The painkiller. And it would be out there for people to just to, to go ahead and have. It was a BYOB, but you could just come as you are and take whatever we have. We didn't ask for anything. People come to any of our podcasts. You don't pay to come in, and you're not coming to sit here and just listen to a bunch of strappers talk. You come in here and experience a bunch of strappers, strappers talking. talking. Exactly. exactly. You can see the strappers. 
You can feel us. You and can touch us. And people actually know us. Our strappers are known. Yes. Oh, you know what? Yes. I got special news announcements, Brunos. Army Navy is this weekend. The Army Navy game is this weekend. Yeah, it's Saturday. Who cares? Did you see the uniforms? Oh, they're awesome uniforms. Are they military issue or? No, no, they're not. I, love that. I think they're Nike issue. Yeah. No, we should go out. We had so much fun that way. It was freaking freezing, so it wouldn't. It won't be as cold this time. We did the whole vodka luge. You ever do one of those ice luges? No, the, no, I never. Yeah, did we were doing this. that at an Army Navy game a couple years year. ago. <laughs> yes, they will. There'll be groups there that do ice, that. Ice doesn't the grow ice in Tacony. <laughs> no, this is at the Blinken Financial Field. Yeah, I don't think, but I, but it won't be cold enough. I don't think. It's always cold enough for an ice luge. They do it in the summer. I. Yeah, big, big, gigantic. I ice, know what it is. You know, yeah, and then and the, pour, guys, like, the top stands up what are they there. Pouring? And they, they're pouring Jaeger? What are they pouring? A lot of times. They everything. pour everything. You can actually choose what... Uh, there's usually vodka, Jaeger... Uh, I won't do what, Jaeger. I won't do... Uh, what's the one I won't do... Spe- spe- uh, fireball, fireball. Fireball. Fireball, all that stuff. No, yeah, I'll yeah, do like vodka. A nice, like a nice vodka? A vodka's good because it's cold already and it comes down and it's cold. And I don't even do straight so vodka. so good. When it hits your lips, it's so good. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's so good. And your lips don't even freeze to the... For the- uh, Jose, uh, James Dolan just checked in. Hurry up with the break. I got to piss. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, me too. So let's go. Okay, no problem, guys. We'll I'll see talk you. to you later. All right, there he is, ladies and gentlemen. Let's put your hands together for Jose. The Marston. Tony was playing his own top. Yes, Oy I was. Vey. Tony was playing his too. It, it, I was, Robin. You relax over there. Take a chill pill. What's the matter with you? You, young man, do not edit the show afterwards. I know my sounds. It's there have been the no sound. errors tonight in the first hour of the show. Yeah. Riddle is there in the closet. No technical breakdowns. The Riddle, has made, are... Riddle has made it into the cabinet. Yes, he is. He's, he's coming out of the closet now. <laughs> see, it. see him looking around, too. You see him looking a, around. Even the cat came out of the closet in 2017, ladies and gentlemen. That's progress. Job, Larry, how are you enjoying it so far, pal? Oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. This is great. Even okay. a man who no longer drinks and is do- doing a great job Getting his life back on track can enjoy this show. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know how, but it's impossible. Because <laughs> how you come here sober is impossible. That's, that's now, here's the great thing about the Tony Bruno show: you don't have to get drunk. No, to but you will feel it just being in the presence. And you don't have to take your clothes off either, but you can. As uh, the great Germ- who was it that sang that song? You don't have to take your clothes off, Jermaine. Uh, you don't have to take your clothes off. To have a good time. Yeah. It doesn't go like that, though. Yes, it is. Yes, it does. We don't have to take our clothes <laughs> off to have a good time. <laughs> We're talking about practice. Will there be a... <laughs> Who was that now? <laughs> will there be a... It bothers me, because I know that will song. We, will we be doing a little singing with the Stanats this year? We may, yeah. We should. should, I, should I warm up my vocal cords We are not going to do as many as we did before. No. We're I have gonna... yet to sing on this program. Me neither. Oh. I, 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 don't, I can't sing, I but I, not, nothing I, stops I, me. I have not done one How singing. is that possible? Because I can't sing. Neither can anybody else, so you're in good crowd. Right. <laughs> By the way, no Robin, Robin, start it off. Qualo forever. I did okay. not tell People Robin to screaming, stay. People screaming, go to I, I did not tell Robin to stay in her lane. I didn't say stay in your lane. Like stay like, in your lane, like Lamar Ball did to to the chick Tony's on the keep them hoes talking. on a leash. Tone, it's all we're going to go to break because everybody has to pee. Apparently, all right. So. I got to pee too. We'll be right back. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Show starts in five minutes. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. 
the chocolate bars and the candy Let's all go to the lobby To get ourselves a treat And now, on with the show. Se mi guardo nello specchio sono solo un po' più ricco, più cattivo e più invecchiato È l'amara confessione di un cantante di successo Forse è l'ultima occasione che ho di essere me stesso Quando ho smesso di studiare campare di illusioni sono stato il dispiacere di parenti e genitori ero uno di quei figli sognatori adolescenti che non vogliono consigli e rispondono fra i denti vaffanculo vaffanculo uh, one of my favorite holiday classics It ain't Christmas unless somebody got a phone This is a great song, man. I tell you, who turned you on to this song? You did, and your and your cousin Giuseppe. Exactly right. No, he he didn't like this song. He doesn't like this guy. He yeah, no, he's, no. he's he's an Arosota Mazzotti guy. Exactly right. You like that? How's that? How's that for a little Arosota Mazzotti drop? It's good. I had some of that earlier with a little garlic. We and, did. Uh, it was nice, Tony. By the way, I got to thank one of our listeners who sent us a couple bottles of wine tonight from where? Texas, baby. I didn't even know they had wine in Texas. No, they got a bunch of bitches in there, though, with Dallas and everybody. Well, well no, no doubt about that. So we Texas, had one of them with dinner, and we're going to save the other one. Texas Southwind Vineyard and Winery. Interestingly enough here, it was shipped from Vino Shipper in Refugio, Texas. And I saw the name of that town, and I just was watching HBO's, uh, the, the show that, uh, what's the guy who used to do the uh, Today Show? What's his name? The Today Show? The yeah. one that was fired? No, not Matt Lauer. I'm talking about way back in the day. Oh, I, I wouldn't know then. HBO's, uh, the, the show that's on once a week on HBO. Brian Gumble. Brian Gumble. yes, I'm sorry. That's okay. And they did a story about Refugio, Texas, the small town in South Texas that was devastated by the hurricane when... <gasps> yes, this was... And about this football team, this high school football team, and it's a small town where there's only a couple hundred people, and all they do is worry about their football team and the yeah. coach... T- took care of all the kids and they lost everything and and it was just an amazing coach, story. Like he doesn't even really live there, but no, he moved there. Oh, he's he not from there, there initially. He's not from there. So and Refugio, Texas, is where this uh, company is. And you know, people are saying, "Where's Refugio?" We were talking about Victoria, Texas, a couple of weeks ago. We had calls, and I guess as one of our friends out there, Wayne Atkinson, purchased this and shipped this to us. It was very nice. So of thank it. you, Wayne. From the Texas Southman Vineyard and Winery in Refugio, Texas. That small little town there with a great little football team and the the wonderful people who all came together to help rebuild and try to get their lives back in order. Let's give them a roaring round of applause. Let's give them a roaring round of applause. Purple Rhapsody. 
It sounds like something you can buy up in Jerry's neighborhood, up in Port Richmond. Yeah. <laughs> purple. Hey, you got any purple rhapsody, bro? Purple rap. Hey. Let me get that over that's the wine Dutch. Really, <laughs> I have a question for you. Um, since you're in recovery and you mentioned that you're you're doing the whole AA thing, which is a fantastic organization, does this mean that you would you've had to give up uh, reefer as well? Yeah, well, I gave up the drugs before the alcohol. Oh, you did. When I had my got my CDL, I gave up the drugs because there's a random testing. Ah. So I substituted the alcohol, and it just got to the point where I just went overboard with it. Oh. Oh, uh, we're doing a live call? Live call. Who's calling? I don't know. Somebody from the 818. Somebody from the 818. Uh, so don't answer it. it no, don't answer it right now. Could you be can. one of the women I knew out there. So, so Tone. <laughs> so, Tony Tello on, on, on Twitter says, uh, I'm going to have some wine straight from Italy, and it's all your fault. Why? So I said, you're welcome. <laughs> what the hell, man? Remember when Luigi and I stole eight cases of quality Bordeaux from the Vipers biker gang? Oh, Jeff Raiderson checks in. That was, that was that's an old Sopranos thing. Like, oh, yeah. The Vipers, the Vipers. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to thank all the people. I couldn't think of it. And nobody else on this show did. I knew it was Jermaine, and I couldn't think Stewart. Jermaine Stewart. Thanks to Matt Cooper and all the other great people uh, who uh, knew right away the song, We Don't Have to Take Our Clothes Off to Have a Good Time. By we can way. dance and party all night. And drink some cherry wine. Uh, uh. We may have to taste it. By the way, yes. I have a bone to pick with our listeners. Not all of them, because there are quite Any ones in particular? Do. Most of them. I would say Refugio. like... Refugio. Refugio. 95% of our listeners that are listening live mm -hmm. have never called in. That's true. That's the way it is with most radio stations. That's why when program directors of radio stations panic when the phones aren't lit up. Because they think it means nobody's listening. No, the people who call... Because they, they, they beat to death the same topics knowing that people will call in to talk about the Eagles and their coach sucks and their quarterback sucks. And, and whether a hot dog is a sandwich. And all exactly, those, those kinds of things. And I don't yes. panic when nobody calls in, but I would love to hear from other people. Like I love the people that do call in, and they call in on a regular basis, which is awesome, well, we have and we love them. But I would love to hear from other people. And so I'm giving you all a big bump, bump de bump until you do. Well, we have someone on hold right now who's is active on Facebook. A but newbie? He, no, he's not a newbie, but oh. we haven't talked to him in a while. It's one of our buddies. But we don't need any phone calls to have a good time. No, we don't. We don't even need to have our clothes on to have a good time. Give me a little Jermaine Stewart. You don't remember this song? quality segue. Yes, it was. That was a quality segue. That's an into the night segue right there, bro. That was good. Thank you. Refugio. I said Refugio. We got Rufino on the phone. Joe Refugio? Refugio. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, let me get a taste of this. This is, this is one of those great yeah. dance see, club see, songs. You see the kick? The high leg kick? This guy's like a Jerry Curl Bruno Mars right here. Back in the day, man. Oh, hell yeah, back in the day. Look this the song hair. sounded good in a club. When you were in a club back in the 80s, and this thing was echoing, and everybody was on the floor. This guy was... Don't step on the vocal, Robin. <laughs> He's got like a... This guy's like a cross between Michael Jackson, Tito Jackson... Bruno Mars and Shaka Khan. That's one heck of an origin. And it's basically what it looks like right there. He's got a little thin mustache going right there. I just want to get to the part where it says, Come on, baby. I know we're coming. It's coming up right here. Here he comes. It's coming. So come on, baby. Wow. Have a good time. Oh no. We can dance and party all night. 
Clothes back on. Let's go back to the phones. <laughs> Let's go back to. Are we going to go to Joe? <laughs> Let's go to Joe. Let's go to. <laughs> Joe hey, Rafino, the great Joe Rafino. What's going on, man? How you doing, sir? <laughs> Good. <laughs> no, man, it's a great song for me, man. I kept my clothes on for a long time now, too. Yeah, but that was against your own will. That was due to popular demand, Joe. Oh, man. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, uh, I, I voiced my displeasure on Twitter today that the uh, the outrage that you are not in the running for person of the year. No, you said is, I didn't uh, win person uh, of the year with an outrage. Me. I told you I finished 7,232nd. How, how did you know this, by the way? No, you know, you know why I brought that joke? Because I saw today when they named the time, you know, the women who were coming forward against sexual har- harassers, and right. that's great. But then they were announcing who were the runner-ups, runners-up were on Twitter. Uh-huh. I'm like, really? Do we care? Like, do we even know who loses the Super Bowl once the game's over? Do we care? No. Why do we care who the third runner-up yeah, is really. or the fifth runner-up in the Time Magazine What's, man person of the year? What is second place? Nothing but the first loser. <laughs> Damn right. Is, bro. You ain't first, That's you're last, right. as Ricky Bobby once You ain't said. first, you're last, Luigi. Damn right. Damn right. Great Ricky Bobby <laughs> once uttered. Ridiculous, man. Who we learned from his father, Reese Bobby. He... Joe, What's football violence now, is it getting too violent again? We were complaining like a year ago, or actually for the last 10 years, about they should just put skirts on these guys. Why don't they play flag football? Well, you know, nah. And now all these guys are complaining. The <laughs> players are saying they're not, you know... We, we we go out and play. We don't think about you. Don't, you don't. You have bang bangs. Listen, we know when somebody does a dirty hit intentionally. Gronk did it intentionally. Was it temporary insanity? Yes, but it's something that you don't do after a, a play where there's an incompletion and an interception. Well, you know what Lamar Thomas would say. You come into our yes. house. You should get your behind kicked. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the only the, the only problem with the violence is in the, uh, the Cowboys' family's home there, with the way they are with their women. Other than that, there's no problem oh, with the violence in the sport. Man. That's what everybody's see, there I mean, to watch. See what I mean when someone goes a little too it's far? Well, you see, I'm wa- we're, we're up in the Poconos and watching yeah. the Pittsburgh game, and I didn't watch the whole game because we were eating and running around. Sat down in the fourth quarter, and then I knew the Pittsburgh Steelers were going to win that game. Everybody watching that game, when they made it 17-10, to 10, knew. And the rain started to fall. Knew that Pittsburgh was going to win that game. Did you not know they were going to win that game, Joe? I wasn't watching that game. I was a little busy, but no, I, I figured Pittsburgh was going to end up winning that game anyway because you got the Lewis factor. You know that guy, Marvin like Lewis. Luigi was saying earlier, he's every year. Yeah, well, the problem is too. He's got to be going. Like Joe Mixon goes out with a concussion early, and they got to lean on Giovanni Bernard. He's the only healthy running back they have on the damn roster. And Andy Dalton, it's a, it's a shame that Andy Dalton is married to AJ. No, I'm sorry, it's a shame that AJ Green is married to Andy Dalton. I believe that. NFL wide receivers should be allowed to have divorces from their starting quarterback. But did you see the one ball that he dropped that was right in his hands? It doesn't matter. They, they had a lead and they're trying to move the, trying to make another score. Andy Dalton, and Andy and AJ Green drops a ball right in his hands. This is why I don't believe in Wentz because Andy Dalton is, a, is is further proof that a ginger will never raise a Lombardi Trophy. Really? Yes. There's something just wrong. With it. There's something historically wrong with gingers. You know, uh, Sonny Jurgensen was, uh, oh, was a ginger. Oh, fighting words. There's something wrong. They can check themselves. There's something wrong. But look, at all the, look at all the famous gingers. Carrot Top. 
Yeah, he didn't. He doesn't play in the NFL. He's a lame comedian. Lucille Ball, one of the greatest ever. Exactly. One. Joe, do you know any hot redheads? Paul Giroux. He stinks. The famous who? Tiffany was pretty good. Tiffany in the mall back in the day when we used to go to malls. One hit wonder. Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. She's a cartoon. She posed for Playboy not too long ago. She's only drawn that way. (laughs) Tiffany posed for Playboy? (laughs) Yeah, a couple years ago, I believe. I don't remember that. She's come a long way from the uh, the Chamonix Mall. I love the redheads. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's a hot chick, though. You know, that redhead is now being removed. You know, at Disneyland, at Disney World, they're finally getting rid of the wench at the Pirates of the Caribbean wench auction. I love that, Roger. They're finally getting rid of the redhead. Love that, Roger. Even though all the pirates want the redhead. I'm pissed. You're pissed, too? Other than that, Joe... (laughs) <laughs> By the yeah, way, you know, people are asking about, uh, me. Fultz has, has left Kentucky. The, uh, Fultz has left Kentucky, yes. But the Sixers still don't yeah, know what he's going to play. Him in Philly? He's coming back to Philly, and nobody knows. The Sixers haven't announced uh, what's going on. He did show up at the facility, but didn't do anything. So obviously, he's still not ready. <laughs> much like the Sixers show up to the game and don't do much either. For- he, 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 he's, he's not even practicing. <laughs> Remember, this was supposed to be three games he was supposed to miss, Tony, and I then it be- was indefinite. Tony, yeah. I don't believe a, a damn word that the Sixers say about any of their players that are injured. Not one, man. No. Not one. They are. Brett, I Brett think- Brown has no pulse. Of, he has no idea what is going on with this team. Because he that- said it last year with Embiid. He said it last year with Simmons. He, he has no clue what's I think it's almost there. mandatory now that if you're a Sixer lottery pick, you're obligated to miss at least your first complete season. It's basically your first year in college. We just redshirt you right yeah. in the door. We just redshirt you. We get another year of eligibility. And B took three years to finally play. Uh, of course, uh, Ben Simmons' entire first year gone. And now Mark Alfalls, do you think he's going to play? Time now. Yeah, Okafor's yeah. actually missing his second year. Yeah, exactly, yes. It's unbelievable, yeah. and, man. And what about Okafor? It's a tradition so, unlike any other. He's time. healthy, and they won't even put the guy in. I know that's ridiculous, man. You know you got to trade Oka for somehow, and and you can't. How do you get? How do you get any type of value for the dude? And he's sitting at home. You weren't going to get anything. It's it's, at, it's, it's and then when Embiid's out too, you weren't going to get anything for you know. And, as, and as they, uh, you no, weren't. but you, I mean you got you get something better than what he's doing right now for you. No, because no team was. I no, I agree with you. They should have traded him last year. The thing is though, Joe, that they're at the point now where yeah. they want to hold out for something that the team because again. Okafor even said himself, there have been offers for him. Management has, has chosen that none of the offers are up to snuff, and they're going to say, no, we're not going to take that. The problem is you have to take pennies on a dollar for Okafor. The Sixers don't want to take pennies on a dollar, and now they're just holding him ransom, and they're just, just, just destroying the kid's career by just not letting him sit on the bench. He could go play for someone. He could you play know what for they us. are? They're cowards. It's a coward organization, the Sixers, because they don't want to pay him to go away because they're afraid that he'll go to Boston or another and team and hurt them. And hurt them. And actually yeah. play and hurt them. Well, offensively, defensively. Still. Well, I'm talking about that's, that's the only way you hurt somebody is offensively. No, you can play good defense. No, you don't. You could. That's against the law. The Sixers don't win when they don't score because they try to shoot three-pointers <laughs> and they're not a good three-pointer. I understand. Shooter. I'm not disagreeing with you, Tony. Yeah. With a lot of time left on a shot clock, too, and they're up by five and they're popping threes, you know, to 20 seconds I, left I'm on the clock. Seriously, as much as I love this team, they, 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 this team continues to sh- – I know – all shooters think eventually it's going to it's going to start going in for them. The Sixers are the exact opposite. They come out shooting well and think that every shot's going to go in for the rest of the game, and it doesn't. And yeah. then when they come out and they start cold, they still keep shooting and it never goes in. JJ Redick's the only guy who's a legit three point shooter on this team. 
The only legit no, one. No, Covington can stroke it. No, he does. He's too, he has too many erratic but, nights. Yeah, but he's had... Right, he's Joe? Had one game since the contract. He hasn't He hasn't been around. Yeah, I, I, he had a couple good games before the contract. Then he got the extension. I think he had one good game after that where he dropped in close to 20. And I, I don't think he's hit much after that. The guy goes like three for 18 for some nights at three-point land. Are you saying that you don't trust the process, Tony? I don't trust the process because the process <laughs> isn't completed. I'm just, I'm just making sure. The process has not been completed yet. Okay. And our process does not charge eighteen no, dollars to come into our stupid pro- podcast. Ah, uh, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. It's ridiculous. And that, I trust that process, Tony. I definitely trust that one. Oh, and uh, great job to Larry too. I've met, you know I met Larry before at Moonshine and uh, a couple times over at Comedy Sports when you had the podcast there. That's uh, that's great work by Larry, and uh, I'm proud of him. And uh, I hope continued success with the way he's uh, straightened himself out. Man, that's good stuff for him. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. It means a lot. More, you get a little buildup every Thanks, time you get a compliment, because there's only more backing that I'm doing the right thing. You absolutely are, Larry. No, you're. You know, you're a family man. Our, our listeners job, are family to us. Really, I mean, it just goes. I mean, all the people that I've known over the years who are still followers and friends, and we go back and forth on Twitter. We have phone each other's phone numbers. It's like one big happy family, which is pretty hard to do anymore. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Actually, my brother. My brother is nine years sober. Uh, coming up here and, um, you know, family, anybody, anybody that's out there, uh, it's, it's not easy and it is something that a lot of people out there struggle with and we are so proud of those people that are able to overcome that issue. I also have to thank Joe because last week on my, on my birthday show, he brought me a nice bottle of uh, Coppola Pinot. Exactly which I haven't right. opened yet. I'm going to say, I'm going to save that. We, but we, I will open it soon though, Joe. So I want to say thank you again for, uh, Oh, okay. For bringing something down there. You, uh, no, no problem, man. You, coming, you, you stop by tomorrow? I appreciate the... Uh, uh, no, I got lessons tomorrow I'll be doing. I'll, I'll call in from down there. Um, if I get finished, I'll, I'll shoot up real quick. But uh, I'm looking to get some... But, you know, with, with Gabe Kapler with the coconut oil, I'm looking to get the proceeds I get from the uh, Funkin' Fantasy show. I'm looking to get a bottle of coconut oil guy's, and uh, liberally applying that on myself. So Beautiful, nice. man. We'll see how that works out. That's good, man. Well, you keep your bad habits <laughs> yourself. Thanks, Rob. We'll talk to you next week, brother. <laughs> Thanks again. All right, Joe. All right. Take care, buddy. All right. There he is, the great I'll Joe Rapino. I'll see Rapino. you guys. Have a good one. Nobody changes his Twitter name more often, but it's always ruined something, right? Yeah, it's usually ruined something. Ru- ruin this podcast like normal. Exactly. I just want to uh, agree. Coconut oil probably is the best. For what? Anything. Because it like if you like swish it in your mouth for a while, it helps whiten teeth. Really? I've never done that. I like coconut water was the biggest scam ever to me. After bottled water, then it came coconut water. And coconut milk is completely inedible. Meanwhile, it's inedible. No, not If I were on a desert island. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'd probably drink coconut milk. You would drink coconut. I'd have a hard time busting one open, though, to get the milk out of it. You ever drink coconut milk right out of a coconut? I'm sorry? Did you ever drink fresh coconut no, I'm milk? A, I'm not a savage, Tony. No, I buy. Not a savage. Drink. When you go to a beach bar, somewhere. Tony, I live in Tacony. I make coconuts. You think I got hanging from trees over there, Tony? <laughs> yeah, fresh. I got Converse. I got Jordans. I don't have any coconuts hanging from trees, though. You don't have to go to the north. Walk I mean, the any bar you go to during the summer. Look, like Tom Hanks, to you? Am I walking around with a, vo- with a volleyball? No, Tony. To be, I, I live in a me- major metropolitan to be fair, area. I don't think that they're importing whole coconuts to very many bars. Yes, they are. People, they no, have there's plenty them in of bars. coconuts sitting in the bar. Yeah, but no, they not- have coconuts, but I don't think that they're fresh coconuts with the meat and everything inside of it. It's kind of like you- crab with the K. Yes, that's kind of like what it is. Did you know that coconuts? But I love coconuts, by the way. Did you know that coconuts have meat in it? 
what do you mean? Like meat? Like actual it's, like it's called coconut meat. The coconut meat, the white. Yeah, right? yeah. The white. I, lo- I like coconut. I love yeah, shredded I d- coconut. I love great. coconut. Coconut milk's good. I love coconut. I don't like and coconut milk. Coconut is one of the very coconut few- water. Coconut oil. I hate coconut. Is one water. of the few things that is uh, easily absorbed by the female body in places that should not. Coconut have oil is yes. So other things should. Gabe Kaplan knows there. that he's teaching everybody. There I think he's go. going to a certain podcast on December twenty second. To share coconut oil with all the guys there. Oh, there you go. It's nice. a sausage fest, so he'll be. It's get, a natural. I think everybody gets a little sample tube of <laughs> coconut oil. Get a personal so they can size all, sample. They're personalized, personal size for all the guys, so they can enjoy each other on Christmas Eve. Eve. Not Eve. only will we be hugging one out, we'll be rubbing one. Yes, out. Yes, they will. <laughs> but it is a natural uh, antibiotic. We'll change it to pops for tots for one night only, just one oh, night only. Oh, we lost our. Oh, we had yep. another caller. Who? It was Scott from. I didn't see him on Denver. there. Let's get Scott from Denver back on here. I want to find out what's going on with the uh, Broncos. No, I don't. I really don't. Although you saw that the uh, you saw what happened with the Broncos today, right, Luigi? What happened with the Broncos, Tony? You know the guy John Elway, who's running the organization. You mean one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history, but can't find a quarterback? Exactly yes, that guy. Okay. Thank you, Tony. Says that there's not going to be any coaching uh, changes. Well, I mean, the guy's brand. The guy's only been there one year. No, let's cut him a break. I mean, and again, it's it's been Paxton Lynch. It's been Brock Osweiler. They're a mess, man. Yeah, I wouldn't be I, like if I'm him, right? Would you now if you're John Elway and you know Eli is hanging around? Would you call Peyton's little brother next year and bring him in for a, maybe a one or two year deal? Maybe he's enough. You, you have. Good offensive line, Super Bowl winning defense. You have Emmanuel Sanders, Demarius Thomas. You got players around him. Maybe you can catch. The I would bottom. if I had if I had the choice between, between Trevor Simeon and uh, Brock Osweiler. Paxton Lynch. Well, Paxton Lynch, we still don't know enough. We know. draft. He got hurt. No, we know. We know he's a fifth round draft, fourth fifth round draft pick, who's exactly what he should be. Waiting. He needs to wait. Yeah, and he's but he's, he, I would keep him as my backup. Right. But I wouldn't throw him out the door. No, I'm, I'm serious. We know that we know that Simeon and Brock Osweiler. Both stink. Now, let's be real. I mean, you, you have a, a, another little bit of a window open with the wide receivers you have and the defense you have on the field. Would you make the phone call to a guy like Absolutely. Eli Manning and try to bring him in? Absolutely. I, I would, too. I think it's a no-brainer. I think Eli needs to go to Denver next year. Exactly. It's just it's just funny to me how how one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history, John, one of the greats, John Elway, can't recognize himself. The quarterbacks he has on his roster are dog crap. Well, you know what happened? When, when Peyton Manning, the year he won the Super Bowl... When uh, Brock Osweiler came in and lit it up, people were, that's what happens. You fall in love with a guy who comes in and, re- and, and replaces a legend and actually plays better. The year that, remember, he was having a horrible year. He was having a horrible year the, one, the year he won the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was. He got in benched. In Denver. And then he came and he in. got benched, and Brock Osweiler came in, and people were, fell in love with him. Every like re- the backup quarterback comes in in a lot of places, but he's got to perform. And when the backup quarterback comes in and performs... The fan bases, no matter where they are, all fall in love with them. But it's also like the same thing as a, as a young pitcher, a rookie pitcher, Tony. That the book's not out on you yet. And then as 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 Brock started to play, as the rest of that season progressed, he started to regress because defensive coordinators were easily able to fought, figure him out, and they made him more mistake prone. And, and then they happened. got a big contract with Houston. And was a bust he there. He chose Houston over Denver for a million dollars more. Mm-hmm. Brock Osweiler has cleaned up in this league. Yes, he has. He made a lot of quiche, man. A lot. It's a good job out of him, man. Seriously. Yes, it is. Anybody who can fleece somebody out of money is always a good job. There's, you, know, you know where else people fleece people out of money out a lot out, Tony? Where? Down to Florida. Be damn right. We welcome you to the Sunshine State.
So we are going down to Florida, where even in Florida, they have issues with possums, but not the same way we do here in the city, Tony Bruno. Here in the city, we love our possums. Yeah, here in the city, the possum, um, they, we, the neighbors complain that they're getting into their trash cans mm-hmm. and they're getting into uh, their outdoor uh, food contain, like their their dog food containers and things like that. No, 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 no. Fort Walton Beach, Florida. I love Fort Walton Beach, Florida. We have possums breaking and entering, Tony Bruno. Well, Luigi gets has rats breaking and entering up in Mayfair, I think. Right? They're just my neighbors, Tony. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, the, the possum in uh, Florida, there was a one particular possum. Hold on a second. I'm actually going to get the, uh, the video of it. Um, was caught breaking and entering into a liquor store. A liquor store? Yes. Liquor? Liquor, exactly. So the, the possum was caught breaking and entering in the liquor store. Get! <laughs> <laughs> Did he have beautiful hair? Well, he does have kind of beautiful hair, actually. He, uh, so apparently this particular possum that you see here, if you're watching it live, um, was caught next to a broken bourbon bottle, and all the bourbon Top shelf or cheap stuff? You know, it doesn't mention the actual uh, bourbon But if there's brand. a picture of him laying next to a broken bourbon bottle, say that fast five times. Broken <laughs> bourbon bottle, broken bourbon bottle, broken bourbon bottle, broken bourbon bottle, broken bourbon bottle. The bottle was completely empty, and the uh, wildlife refuge technician who uh, picked the animal up, Michelle Pettis, told a newspaper that the female, it was a female, not a male, possum, Appeared disoriented, was excessively salivating, and was very pale. They had to pump the marsupial full of fluids and cared for her as she sobered up. So it was a chick? Uh, yeah, she was She was like white girl wasted. Dude. <laughs> well, that's not bourbon. That's like, those are like slippery nipples and redhead sluts. Corvassier. Yeah. No, what was it? Corvassier? No, Cavassier. Cavassier. Pasta Cavassier. Pass. So apparently she came She came in from the outside. She was up in the rafters, and when she came through, she knocked a bottle of liquor off the shelf. She got down on the floor, and she drank the whole damn bottle. There it is. It was not drinking cherry wine, Jim Gaynor, no. No, 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 no. Nobody drinks cherry wine. That reminds me of me. Yeah. <laughs> the possum? I think, I think... Uh, the position. I didn't see it. Did it look like me cutting down the Christmas tree up in the Pocono Mountains? Did you see that picture, Luigi? I did see it. Too. After, I, uh, after I cut that baby down... You went manly as hell, bro. I like that. Damn right, man. You, you got to get down in the dirt. You know what this possum looks like? This possum actually kind of looks like what you looked like on the floor uh, about two shows ago. When you were down here on the floor losing it? No, I was having fun though. That possum wasn't having fun. Yeah, he kind of looks like she. She looks a little. She looks a little happy. I mean, she has kind of a little grin on her face. She was doing something. It looked fun. like most of the possums I see on the side of the road. Unfortunately, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the look they have. By the way, this- if you want a deer. If you, if you went on hunting this season and you weren't able to get a deer, just take a ride up 76 Westbound, yes. and you will find about 96 of them just laying on the side of the I road. Know. I know. It's so sad. I can't even, I can't even look at them. Is it really sad? It yeah. is very sad. What are you talking about? They're assholes. They just jump out of the middle of traffic. Like, they don't yeah, even because care. that's what they want to do, and they want to yeah. wreck somebody's car and die in the middle of the school. What I want to know Westway. is where are they coming from? Because we are on their the, the land, woods. you dope. Really? Because on the right side, where the Maniunk side is in Roxborough, there's no way to come up. It's just... 
They're coming from the woods. It's just oxygen, Tony. They're like everybody else. They're trying to leave Maniunk, not go into it. No, I actually, I'm looking at, I'm looking at an apartment on Saturday. There. I'm at this to point, you're, you, you sound like a dope because Why? we are technically in their country. No, no, no. Stop. Stop, stop yeah. with the whole we didn't land here first. Listen, no, I'm oh. saying that we are. They, what I'm saying is how do they end up on that side of the road, on that side of the median? Because there's nothing there to climb up on. It's just space. It's just oxygen. It's a 500-foot plummet. If they came from the other side, I can understand them being on the eastbound side because you can come from the mountainside. On the other side, they probably side, did. They probably did, and then got they come from wooded areas, they, not from Main, not Main Street in Maniunk. And then they, and then they. So Nobody they, goes up the stinking wall in Maniunk. Even they, a car can't make it up there. How's a deer going to do it? They crossed <laughs> over and then couldn't get anywhere, and then are probably trying to get back. Cole McLaughlin checked in. The buck stops here. We're waiting for oh, that one. Oh, oh. No, they usually port those. <laughs> The dough stops here, unfortunately. James Dolan, fucking Rudolph. <laughs> it's the truth, though. Wow. Man. It's the truth. So, anyway. They are, but they're inconsiderate, man. It's just jump through traffic. There are laws against this. You can't just jump in it. You have to abide Four. by the rules of the road. Oh, yeah, because the deer abide by the rules of the road. They they should. They How about should. people that walk out in the middle of the, about late at night wearing all black and cross the street in the middle Those of the block? Those people are freaking morons. Those are human beings. They're, and they're stupid. No better. They're and they're not stupid. animals. Yes, they are. They're not animals. That don't speak. Why are you and calling read? animals stupid, Robin? I'm not. That's very insensitive. That's extremely insensitive. <laughs> I didn't you don't call know. Them an animal. That animal could have went to school. You don't know. Maybe he was on his way to class. You put reflectors on him. Hey. Yeah. Oh, Luigi, Meanwhile. Luigi, Luigi. Let's go to the phones. Let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Wayne Atkinson from Victoria, Texas, who brought us the fine wine that we were sipping on from earlier. From the Texas Southwind Vineyard and Winery down there, Victoria, Texas. Although I, you, Wayne, thank you so much. Wayne, thank you. You didn't really have to send us a wine, though, but that's very, very nice of you. Thank you so much. Oh, man, I tell you what. You've, uh, you you start adding cigars to the program, you're going to hit the trifecta for me. <laughs> That's why I got to wine and cigars. <laughs> call Jervis and Burns, have him bring some cigars. <laughs> exactly. My wife says she's going to start leaving the house on Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the thing on, uh, on uh, uh, what's, the, what's the show with, with uh, I can't, I, I was watching, I watch it every week. The HBO show was with, it, that you were talking about? Was it about? a Gumble production? Or Ryan Gumble, what's it called? Uh, they have so many great shows on HBO, too. Not inside the NFL. It's this. Uh, anyway, they did a piece on the on the town of. Well, not. It's, I know it's, it sounds like it's refugio. Real sports. Real sports with Brian yeah. Gumble. Thank it, you. And they did a piece on the story of the town down there uh, in South Texas that got devastated by the hurricane earlier this summer, and uh, it was a great piece on the kids and how the the community came together and how the families lost everything and they were sleeping in, in the school. In fact, the football facility was the only place that withstood at the building where they trained, and all the players and their families were sleeping in there, and the coach and all the folks in that area have been really, really sticking together. One of the kids on the team was paralyzed in one of the games, one of his first games back. They said he had a 12% chance of ever walking again, what? and a month later he was back out on the field, not playing, but he got up out of a wheelchair at homecoming and walked a month after he was paralyzed. That's and fantastic. It, it was. It was a great story, and they do a great job with all those human interest stories. And that town down there, a little town, do you know where that is, Wayne? Is that far from you? Oh, that's, that, that's, a, that's, an, that's an hour from us. That's, uh, that's where the, the winery is that I, I sent you the bottles of wine. That right. is the hometown of Nolan Ryan, Hall e of Famer. Exactly. Former Astro. Had to get that in there. Well, I mean, that's where he did most of his. I mean, he did work with the Texas Rangers too, but 
the Astros. He was he was he was great in both leagues. It didn't matter where he pitched. Exactly. <laughs> I got the pleasure of going to that Game Five World Series. Now, why is it? It's, it's pronounced refu. The G is, is is pronounced like an H, right? In refugio. Yeah, refugio. Refugio, yes. Refugio. I yeah. didn't even know there was a that, winery uh, there because there's not that many people that live in that city in that little town. Uh, oh, I think it's probably at the town of less than probably two thousand. Uh, it really has no economy, really, to speak of. Um, and you know, in fact, when the um, uh, when Hurricane Harvey came through, they were uh, they were completely devastated there. In fact, uh, our church we, we actually went to Refugio and served uh, 2,000 meals uh, to Refugio in the downtown square there when they were out power and everything there. Um, so, but yeah, it football is the only thing they have to speak of there. Yeah, that piece uh, the other night with them, Real Sports uh, was great. That, uh, did you see that on Real Sports the other night? If anybody hasn't seen this week's episode, I haven't called Real yet. Sports with Brian Gumbel. There's a great piece on that town and, and the football coach and all the people and families coming together, helping each other out. I mean, everything was devastated. I mean, it was one of, and the only place that didn't get devastated was the football complex there, a relatively new building, and that's, that survived. And people went there, and they continued to uh, help each other and still practiced football, went out and started playing. That, that's, that's what, that town is built on high school football. That's their industry there. Yeah, period. That's it. <laughs> now, is Stone Cold Steve Austin from Victoria, Texas? Because I think we ran down uh, the people who are from Victoria a couple of weeks ago. Order the jalapeno burger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else did he get down there? What else can you get down there in Victoria? Ooh, yeah. Oh, well, you can get a Aside from that, what else? Oh, we're, steak oh, we're, we're, we're big on the barbecue down here in South chili Texas. Chili cheese dog with extra onions. How about a chili cheese dog with extra onions? Fries. How about French fries? Tater tots. Those Tater tots. <laughs> Washed it down with one beer. A Victoria. One beer. Two beers. Two beers. Three beers. Uh, three. How many? A shot of whiskey. Shot of whiskey. Absolutely. Don't forget a the whiskey. Margarita. You got a margarita. And a Bloody Mary. And a Bloody Mary. Because she was around. Yep. I mean, have you had all those things down there? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They give you a roaring round of applause. <laughs> you know why you have those things? Because Stone Cold Stone said so. I'm going to get a hell yeah. <laughs> All at the same Beautiful. Damn time. <laughs> Austin 316 means you just got wasted, homie. Yes, that's it exactly does. That's exactly right. <laughs> wow. Well, Wayne, that's great stuff. Then. So your wife is disowning you because you listen. Is she still listening or did she give up on the show already? Hey. Uh, she's disowning me every Wednesday. Beautiful. That's now, a way to keep a marriage together, you know. Now, Wayne, you have to, you have to though, you have to tell her this that um, we, the, the Tony Bruno show, is known for the couples listening together. Yes, it is, and also doing other activities because we have been. Uh, I think I was born. Given credit for several uh, pregnancies. Yes. And we, we even we even have a uh, one couple who decided that they were going to name their child, whether it be male or female, after us. And I was lucky enough that it was a female child, and so the they the, named Robin. Yes, they named their daughter Robin. And if someone gets pregnant during Funk and Fantasy, Beautiful. Yes, I promise you, I will not be the father of that child. You have but, to go on the Maury though to prove. And it. I will baptize the kid live every Thursday night. I will do that for them. So yeah, so so, now, so tell now, her that she should not she should not abandon you. She should participate. 
Well, well, now I will say, now she she is interested in coming to Philadelphia one time and going to this uh, tequila dinner. Ah, oh, absolutely! Yeah. I think the you next one, get to those, the man. next one's going to be in February. They're going to shut it down for the holidays. I mean, the restaurant's still open, but as far as the te- the tequila dinner, because so many people are doing family stuff at holidays and traveling, so I think the next one's going to be in February, and then there's usually one every month. So plan ahead. You don't want to be here in January or February anyway. It's cold. It's too damn cold, it's man. Cold. Too damn cold. <laughs> But come this springtime, it's gorgeous here when all the cherry blossoms start yep. blooming. And, exactly. Yeah. Well, I started, I've started. i been starting to watch uh, Philadelphia Flyers hockey because of you. Oh, I'm sorry, bud. Well, did you watch the one game that they won? Hopefully you caught their one win. Oh, we got a bandwagon <laughs> fan now. They claim exactly. they win a game. Here we go. <laughs> Come for the cheesesteaks, leave for the hockey. All right, man. Now, what's the closest? I mean, obviously the Dallas Stars are they? Are they? Because I know there's a team in Houston, right? There's an AHL team, and uh, there's a lot of minor league hockey in Florida, in, in Texas as well. But they only have one NHL team. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. Austin has a real nice uh, uh, minor league team. It's it's really Austin Ice Bats. They're really 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 fun. Uh, uh, hockey game to go to, but uh, I was I rooted for the Stars back in the day when they were good, uh, but haven't watched hockey. And then uh, when I uh, picked you up on the uh, local station there in in Philadelphia, uh, listening to you on the internet and uh, just you talking hockey, I just had to tune in to some Flyers hockey. And I tell you what, this uh, this Simmons kid, man, he's a <laughs> he's a straight gamer. He's got to be my favorite hockey player. Yeah, he's tremendous. Um, I love Wayne Simmons. The team's went through a, a stretch there for a while, but. The Wayne train. He even the whole team was in a funk for a while. Not funk in fantasy. That's on Thursdays. But uh, but the whole team went. It, it's it's amazing how sports when when a team goes bad, it seems like everybody goes bad. And they need that one guy to be a spark, and they haven't had that. And and the other night they won, and now they're in Edmonton, and we'll see whether they can put something together. But they got a really like, they have so many young players that it's hard for these guys to come together, and they keep sending guys up and down from the minor leagues and. I don't know. I mean, hopefully they'll be better and they're, they're going to get better because they have too many young players to be bad for a long, long time. Everybody wants to see teams get better. Like you saw the Astros, you know, suffer for a while, the Phillies. Then you start making good draft picks and you start building a team. And the Flyers are doing that now with, with good draft picks the last few years. And the Sixers have done that. And the Phillies are trying to do that. And the Astros certainly proved to the world that they did it right by getting all these great players. And now they're world champions. And how about the cover of Sports Illustrated? Did you see that one? The guy who called it? Oh, I hear you. <laughs> no, no, the one now with, with the, the, the Sportsman of the Year. Are they calling it again? Did you see the other cover? With the, it said your you're, you're 26-28 Super Bowl champion Cleveland Browns that had the picture of this year's roster. <laughs> no, but they had Jose Altuve on there. And then who was the other guy on the Love cover? Love Altuve, man. They had two. Oh, and then was uh, J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt and Jose Altuve oh, yeah. were the two Sportsman of the Year. And obviously Houston didn't win anything, but J.J. Watt raised all that money for hurricane relief. And Altuve, and by the way, did you see the picture of Joel Embiid standing next to Altuve? Yeah. Did you see that picture? No, I didn't. you got to look not. it up. Look up Joel Embiid and Jose Altuve standing next to each other because they were at a function last night. I'm telling you, Jose Altuve looks like he's three feet tall next to him. Well, he's scraping five foot. I know. It's an unbelievable picture because I have pictures of me standing next to tall NBA players. Well, Greg Oden, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Kareem. But Altuve next to Embiid, seriously, it, it, he looks like he's 
He looks like he's three feet tall. I, I don't want to say this to be. He literally, it looks like a little toy. He, he looks, looks like, like a, a toy. He looks like a toy compared to Joel. Like, to like, like something Joel and B would pick up and play with. The, the, the actor looks from like. uh, Fantasy Island. What's his name? The oh, pain, uh, boss. The pain. Herve Vilaches. Yeah. Herve Vilaches. Is that what he looks like? No, he's better looking than Herve Vilaches. <laughs> Herve no, Vilaches couldn't size. get any action even on that island. I'm just saying Even with desperate <laughs> women that would show up, they wouldn't go if for him. If you were the last oh. man on earth. If you exactly were the last right. man on his island. They had Mr. Rourke there. I mean, he got all the soft Corinthian no, leather action, man. I think that there are some women out there who like <laughs> and did you know this? What? This is something that most people do not know, that people of small, uh, that, like, that, that have dwarfism or anything mm -hmm. like that, um, it does, the smallness does not go all the way down, if you know what I mean. Yeah, normally it's like a kickstand or something they're, they're, they're packing. Exactly. That's a kickstarter of a different type. Yeah, exactly. Just saying. Yes. So some women like that. They do. Hey, listen. That's why we're all. That's why they. That's why Baskin Robbins has how many flavors? Exactly. Thirty-two or thirty-six. Thirty-six. I, don't I think know. it's more than that. I now. thought it was thirty-two flavors and then some. That was a. Wayne, are you, Wayne, you got to roll your window up, bud. Are, are you driving? <laughs> oh no. That's just I'm an, that's just an old, that's just porch a, enjoying a cold breeze. Oh, just, he's sitting outside. That's just an old sports radio talk. Hey, roll that? your window down, bud. It's all right. Having some, having some mall back. Oh, oh man! Sipping all a little mob. Well, we haven't. We opened the bottle, the, the one bottle that you said we didn't want to polish them both off tonight, but we did open the uh, Texas <laughs> Estate Black Spanish, which is like the, I know her. You do. Oh, I think I met her once. That's, <laughs> that's more of like a sangria that's type. Good product. It's like a sangria type. A little it's fruity. It's a Texas Estate Black Spanish. I love the label though. I mean, it I is. know that you shouldn't judge. It's got a cowboy hat on the front, which you, you got to have. Yeah, you shouldn't judge wines by the label, but labels speak to me, and I love the cowboy hat. Mm -hmm. It's nice. I might just wear that to the to the uh, Triple Leaf show. That and just nothing a cowboy else. hat <laughs> and nothing else. Why the hell not? <laughs> Why the hell not? On the back it says, "The wind blow." Give me the uh, autumn wind, the Raiders, Steve. Do you have that in there? I can, I can get that, Tony. Hold I have it in here somewhere. I'll get it. I got to read this to some NFL classic music here. Oh, well, I got some NFL classic music. I got it right here too. I have that. Here we go. I got it right here too. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. John, three, eight. Not three sixteen. That's a different wind. <laughs> and it's not the autumn wind, because the autumn wind is a raider, blustering in. I do not recognize that Bible passage. I don't either. I didn't even know it was a Bible passage. Until you, you need got to read to the, the book. I know. Have you read the book cover to cover, Tony Bruno? Have you heard the good yeah. news story? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't think Tony has read any book cover to cover. You to tell you the truth. I've only read the Cliff Notes of the Bible. Yes, exactly. I only. It's a, it's a <laughs> he came. We're here. That's it. There you go. Most Catholics, I don't think, have read the Bible. Yeah. Tony, cover to cover. By the way, it is a final now. We have breaking news tonight from the basketball hardwood. Your Temple University basketball owls have defeated the Wisconsin Badgers. Hoot, hoot, 59 to 55. Woo! Are they in the BCS championship uh, no, run no. now, right now? Okay. Beautiful stuff. Well, Wayne, thank you so much again. Appreciate you sending the wine. It wasn't necessary. But we really appreciate your support down there in Texas and Victoria and all our great friends down there in the South Texas area, man. Thank you so much. And when you get up yes, here, sir. man, you holler when Always you come up to these show. parts. When you get up here in the Philadelphia area. Come on back. Come on back. 
You, you got it, my man. All right, thank you, Wayne. Good old boy right there, boy. How do you know he's a good old yeah, boy? Yeah, he sounded like he had, he had that, that nice Texas accent. I like that. As soon as, soon as he came on, Not I Not everybody's a good old boy like because they have a southern accent. I don't mean it like a good old boy, like a like, like you're like trying a bad to, thing. Like a bad is thing. good old boy a derogatory term? I don't think. And if it is, I don't I care. I think it's I'm not become to be... one because people are utilizing it oh, as if people sake. from from Texas are, you know. It's, I don't mean it like that. I know you so did. is it a disparaging comment to call somebody a good no, old boy? I don't think it should be. I don't either. I think it's actually a compliment. So do I. By the way, we're watching a hockey game on the NHL Network. Because be. I got to say that like most people from the South, mm-hmm. they're very genteel. Yes, they are. I, lo- I lived in Birmingham for two years. I know the people of Alabama well. I've traveled the South extensively. Now, this game is somewhere in... Uh, I don't know where this game's being played. In Europe, It's a European game on the NHL network. I have no idea where this rink is, but it's obviously one of the... Euro- you see how wide the rink is? That's a European-style rink. Much wider than the NHL one. Oh, wow. That's why they play in Europe. There's nobody in the stands. A lot of like European. And the face-off circles are advertisements. The entire face-off circles are you, ads. You have the uh, remote, so you can hit info and find out where it is. It's SCB against VLH, which tells me a lot. <laughs> SCP. This is, is Champions Burn. Hockey. It's SC Burn versus Vax Joe Lakers from the Post Finance Arena in Bern, Switzerland. So it's the Swiss against I don't even know who they're playing. So it must be Swiss champion. So there's uh, two teams from Switzerland are well, playing. Well, considering that Vexu is spelled with two... Uh, it's not Vax, Joe? No, I'm, 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 I'm thinking... It's got Heimelax, a double, uh, double uh, dots on top of the A and triple dots on top of the O. I believe that no. it's pronounced Vexu. It's Swedish. No. Why would you call a hockey Meanwhile. team the Lakers? What would you call the hockey team the Lakers? It's either Danish, to. Swedish, or the Frozen Lake. It's Swiss. They're Swiss teams. No, Vexu is not. That's not Swiss. I don't know oh, what it is. Alrighty then. Well, Bern actually, that one is. That's but the Vexu is either Danish. Bern is or, Switzerland. Yes. That's the home team, SC Bern. The Vexu. And then you got the Lakers hockey in uh, Stort Hajarta, which I think is Swiss. So they're both Swiss teams playing in a Swiss Champions Hockey League if you're scoring at home. And if you are, you ain't watching a game on a wide rink in an empty building in Bern, Switzerland right now. Nobody cares. Damn right. Swedish. They're not Swiss. They're Swedish. Switzerland is not Swedish. That's what I'm saying. But the Vexju Lakers are Swedish, okay. not Swiss. So it's Swedes playing the Swiss. Because Swedes don't have the umlauts. And stuff. Any blonde Swedes there? How about... Uh, my French, but you're an asshole. Are they, any, are they playing Blue Sweet in the uh, in the uh, arena? Any Blue Sweet shoes? <laughs> Remember Blue Sweet? What was their big hit song? Blue Sweet, Robin. Arga- oh wait, was that Blue the, Sweet? Uh, was that the uh, I'm a Blue Da Da Da? No, oh, no, no. Blue Sweet did the Ooga Chaka Ooga 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 Chaka Hooked on a feeling. Hooked on a feeling. Give me a taste right now. I'm already getting. Give me a little Blue Sweet right now. Hooked on a feeling by Blue Swede. Damn, how does he do it, Luigi? I'm telling you. Ooga, chaka, ooga, chaka. That's that little baby, that funky little baby that would dance, right? You guys see no. the funky little shorts this guy's wearing. No, seriously, wasn't it the... From, uh, it went like this. That's uh, the Ally McBeal baby dancing baby. Oh, that's before my time. Girl, you just don't realize. Vests were very big back then. 
They're always big in Switzerland and Sweden. No, that's Blue Swedes, the group. Don't say a bad word about Tom Jones. Goddamn national treasure. He's not even from here. He's from Wales. This is actually a remake of the... You know who did the original Hooked on a Feeling? Only you, Tony. Who did the original Hooked on a Feeling? B.J. Thomas. B. Billy Joe Thomas did the original. And then these guys ripped it off. Let's go go to Billy Joe Thomas. Let's go to B.J. Thomas did the original one. This is the original Hooked on a Feeling. Come on, man. You're not going to be able to pull musical crap off on me. This is a great... This is a better version, anyway. The Uga Chaka one by Blue Sweet Sock. This is like 74? I can't stop this 68. Uh, a little So it all, it, all, it, it all blends together now, the 60s and the 70s to me. It's all a blur, Tony. It's all a blur, Bo. Many, many bottles ago, many trips down Catalina. And I'm so tired. E.J. Thomas is phenomenal. We'll do what? Some locks? Well, you want to talk about a little bit about, about the fact there's, there's only five games. meaningful games you need to, need to watch. So for all you people getting ready for another weekend, there are five games. Actually, it starts on Thursday night football. The Thursday night football game for the first time in a long time actually means something. It's huge. It is your New Orleans Saints in Atlanta. New Orleans. That's a big, big game. That's a huge game. I huge game. I want to go game. back to New Orleans. Me too. Never been. It's on my list, man. It's uh, the next place I I've only go. been there a lot, like so 10 cool. times, but I haven't been there in a while, though. It I've figures. only been once, and it was epic. It figures. I go to the Super Bowl. Is it in L.A.? No. Nope. Is it in New Orleans? No. Well, it hasn't been a Super Bowl in L.A. since the, since the 80s. But still, though, it's, it's in freezing frickin' Minnesota. You know what? So you can stay home, Holmes. Minnesota. I went, wow, I'm going to love it. Are you kidding me? I went yeah, to right. New Orleans with uh, one of my girlfriends and my ex. And my girlfriend, like, my ex went to bed. She and I went out. And we That's had... why he's your ex. Exactly. Who goes to bed in New Orleans? Not with two chicks. No, you kidding if me? I got man? two chicks in a hotel room in New Orleans, you know what I'm doing, right? <laughs> I know exactly what you're and doing. And she and I, she and I went out at the same to... Time, man. Damn right. They have like live sex clubs or what they call sex clubs. Nah, they're fake. Uh, see, now you want to go into that. I'm, I'm... Nah, they're terrible. No, they're not ha- I, I've never been to one, so like I wanted to go check it out. And um, she and I had had a lot... To drink Did you have one of those big do? ass beers that they sell on the I didn't on, drink beer, on but Bourbon we, were, Street. we were drinking like hurricanes and But they call you know. them, they have these big glasses and they're called huge ass beers. On these little window stops, like in between stores, they have I mean they have alcohol everywhere. Yes, you can't, they do. You, you can't, can't go walk anyway. a if you walk it without a drink, even Larry couldn't go to uh, Wall- Bourbon Street. Yeah, that would now. be dangerous. It'd be but too they, dangerous but, for. But them. but they, I mean, they have alcohol pouring from the the rooftops. Exactly. In, in, so uh, anyway, New Orleans and Atlanta. New Orleans opened as a four point favorite in this game in Atlanta. It's down to one and a half now. You know why? Mark Ingram's a little banged up. That's good for Alvin Kamara owners. Yes, it is. If you're a fantasy player, correct, or if you just like to watch football like I do and actually bet on the game and not the players. Saints one and a half point favorites over Atlanta. Falcons need this game desperately. Saints come up with a big win last week. This is a must win for Atlanta, and they're home. It's huge, man. It's and I actually, Tony, I'm I've been I've been against the Falcons for quite some time now, but I, I actually like Atlanta in this game at home. And we're not going to release all the picks because I'll do that on Sunday. But there's only five big games. I told, The other ones are on Sunday, obviously. Seattle's at Jacksonville. And Jacksonville's favored by three at home over the Seattle Seahawks. Well, that Jacksonville defense is going to be tested this week, man, big time. Absolutely. Then you have Oakland and Kansas City. 
The Kansas City Chiefs are I've completely in Kansas City. I've completely just fallen off the yes, reservation. They have. Yes, and they have. Oakland is still spinning. There was like a Crabtree back this week. Yeah. And again, that's a that, that's a huge rivalry game. And, and can, Oakland had a big game and they came up big against the yes, Giants. Yes, they did. And I think Oakland's going to do the same thing again this week. So I think in Kansas City, I think the wheels continue to fall off the Kansas City Chief wagon. Yep. Everybody keeps waiting for finally, you know. Kareem Hunt's going to run the ball. And they're going to go back to no. doing what they did earlier he, in the year. I'm, I'll get into that tomorrow, but but I, I did pick the Jets to win the game outright last week, and they did. Yep. The Kansas City Chiefs are starting to fall apart. It's right around that time. Starting. Where, They've been falling apart since, since week speaking seven. Speaking of traditions, <laughs> unlike any other, the Andy Reid uh, teams are starting to you know slide out of the playoffs. The other big game on Sunday, early games too. Minnesota at Carolina. That's a big game for Minnesota. Minnesota has to keep winning. It's a keep big pace. game for Carolina too. Carolina is, is 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 right now at this hour in the is actually a wild card team. Yeah, and luck- so they need to stay in it. And lucky for for Philadelphia Eagles fans, you know they'll team, know by the, the four o'clock game. Well, they also have the the you know the, the the teams that they're fighting against for the number one overall seed. Aside from the Rams, who they play this week and control their own destiny there. They have teams like you know, like the Saints, who have two games against Atlanta still left. They play yeah. in the hardest division, so it it it's it benefits them a little bit more because they don't have the to deal with the the rivalry of the division rival. This game started as a pick in Vegas, and now Minnesota is a two and a half point favorite in Carolina. That's how much respect the Vikings are getting. And you know, we talk about quarterbacks and elite quarterbacks. Case Keenum right now is absolutely. You know, insane. All these people beginning of the year that, you know, Bridgewater goes down. It's, it's horrible, right? I mean, terrible. Like, that's basically, they're saying the season's shot. It's over. Bridgewater's done, right? Yep. Enter- well, Sam Bradford, remember, early right. was and, good, and, and Bradford, then, he, then he went down. Bradford comes in. He gets a little bit banged up, and here comes... A little bit banged up. He's shot. Well, I'm just saying he gets a little bit banged up. Here comes Case Keenum. Again, everyone's sitting there going, ah, you know, you can't believe in Case Keenum. You can't believe better believe in Case Keem. This kid can sling it, Tony, and he's proven it, man. Week in and week out. He's not just managing games. No, He's I out know. there throwing. He's chucking a rock 35 times a game, bro. He's, he's playing elite-level quarterback right I'm now. watching so, the games. I'm just saying. For Who are you people, talking to? No, for all these people. Think I'm some stoonod who no, doesn't watch games? No, not you, Tony. I'm just talking about for these people who go out there and they, and they look at it and go, oh, well, yeah, but it's Case Keenum. Well, people need to recognize, yeah, you know what? It's Case Keenum. And the kid's playing very well right now. Man. No, he's playing great. Here's another scary thing, though, which is how about this? How about the fact that if Green Bay happens to get in, Aaron Rodgers will be ready for the playoffs, Tony. I don't know. They're only three and a half point favorites in Cleveland. You realize the th- Packers are in Cleveland and they're only three and a half point favorites. It's basically Cleveland favored in that game. Well, what the f- was started at six, so more money coming in on the Browns in this game. All return of Josh Gordon has boded well for their offense, and and again, the Green Bay Packers aren't exactly. But a that's not really a, that's a big game for Green Bay, but it's not a marquee game. It's huge because if they if they win that game, they're technically still alive for the playoffs. And Rodgers, again, is right I'm there. giving you marquee. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm not giving you every game. I told you there's five great games: New Orleans, Atlanta, Thursday night, huge Seattle game. at Jacksonville is huge. Oakland at Kansas City is a huge game. Minnesota at Carolina is a huge game. The Eagles at the Rams are is a huge game. game. And then Sunday night football, Pittsburgh and Baltimore is a huge game. Pittsburgh's riding high. Baltimore's starting to play better. So those are your big games. Look at these other games. Dallas and the Giants. I mean, for the Cares. Giants, it's a I mean, for Dallas, it's a big game. Imagine the Giants go in there now, or they're at home. Dallas goes to New York. The Giants could knock Dallas completely out now. If the Giants win that game with a new head coach blowing out their general manager and their coach and Spagnuolo goes in there and Eli's going to start again, which he is, which is really pisses me off because his streak came to an end yep. because of the ex-coach yep. pulling a boneheaded move that got him fired. It's ridiculous. 
No, Tennessee, it's a is Tennessee, Arizona, big game. This is what's it's, this is what's laughable is that you sit Eli Manning for one week, coach gets fired, and then you put Eli Manning. If I'm Eli, I'm going no, no. You sat me. You ruined my streak. The guy gets fired anyway, and now you want me to go in there and play? It's the new coach. The guy's gone. I'm still sitting there going, no. If I'm Eli, no. No, you go in if you're Eli. Screw that, man. It's ridiculous, If I'm man. Eli, I'm waiting to play in Denver. No, you're not. You're going out and you're beating the Dallas Cowboys. That's what you want to well, do. That's, no, that's because you want. that's what you want them to do. Because no I one hates Dallas you, Cowboys. You watch you the do. Giants. You watch the Giants at home. Rise up. They will beat the Dallas Cowboys at home. I don't, and also, I don't if you've been in the game for a while, you and your quarterback, you want to be able to beat people. You want to be able to be the quarterback that's beating. I don't. You think the Giants going to roll over at home time to out, the Cowboys? Time out. Can you just listen to my rationale? On this? No. Hey, give me a minute here. No. I agree. I agree with the fact that yeah, if you're the court, you obviously you want to play. See how much he respects what I, you. What I'm saying is, I'm 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 talking. Give me a second. I want to make my point. He said no. <laughs> <laughs> no means no. Uh, no I'm respect. Kidding. <laughs> what are we talking about again? That doesn't really matter. <laughs> what, what were we just talking about? It's so important. <laughs> We're talking about Eli Manning that he shouldn't play. He got you know his, his his coach and his general manager got fired because he got benched. He should start. Eli Manning is still the quarterback of the New York Football Giants. Yes. And all I can say to you is, let's go Giants, and let's go Mark Bavaro, and let's go. Rashad Jennings, bring him back. Bring back Zeke Moat. Bring back all the greats. LT, all the boys. Anything else, Lou? (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you the guy who's... We talked about uh, Minnesota and their quarterback. You know who the guy that's really, really stepped up big time. 